0: One, super scoreboard.
1: They're always difficult opponents for us. We don't think for a minute that we're the finished article. We know that we can continue to improve, I've said that. I think the players have said that as well.
0: The Tartan Army. The Tartan Army, go crazy! On the march to the Euros. Absolutely magnificent! Scotland at Cyprus. Now the bay. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
2: Yes, good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a huge night of Euro qualification action for Scotland. A win in Cyprus and a place at Germany 2024 is all but secured for Stevie Clark's side. Elsewhere, it's Scottish football won the Transport Commissioner nil after a climb down on ludicrous supporters bus proposals. And on the club front, Rangers board say they've backed Michael Beale with a multi-million pound net spend this summer, despite the manager saying some reported transfer fees were way off. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me from now until 10 o'clock tonight, it is that big a night for Scotland. We've got Kenny Miller and Hugh Keevans. Eight international matches between Scotland and Cyprus,
3: eight wins for Scotland. So is the Cyprus manager, Tamuri Kitsbaya, trying to lull us into a false sense of security? by saying that Scotland have already qualified for the Euro finals. Well, it won't work because Stevie Clark doesn't do complacency. His secret is never get carried away, never presume, play the game, win the game and look ahead to the next game. It's really boring if you're looking for a screaming headline, but it works. As Cyprus are about to find out.
4: Uh, well, absolutely. It's uh, pretty boring. And it's pretty tame, and there's not a lot of fighting talk in that. But Steve Clark uh, and the job that he's done over the over the time he's been the manager has been sensational. This campaign has been out of this world. I mean, the perfect start, halfway point, twelve points out of twelve. A real favourable fixture, like you says. One that we've been really dominant in over the years. So I expect nothing less than three points tonight.
2: A huge night. A huge night indeed here until 10 o'clock. All the build up to the game. Then we'll keep you across everything that's happening. Because as we mentioned at the top, a win tonight and it is it's pretty much there. I'd love to be able to say it was secured. There are some other permutations which mean Euro qualification could be secured on Tuesday night. But Scotland need to take care of business first this evening so get in touch let us know how you're feeling 01419511025 what are your pre-match thoughts is it full of confidence are you still one of those Scottish football fans that can't quite shake the fear uh, of the slip up or are we beyond that now and as we always do on a big night who should play because dare I say it we might have quite a few good options in a number of positions that we can actually debate about. And we don't say that too often uh, over recent years either. So come on down, 0141 951 1025. And look, if nothing else, just think how much these two will be wilting in the heat by 5 to 10 tonight. You'll get a good laugh out the live stream anyway. Um, But seriously, Hugh, you have been on this show through many... Tough moments for yeah. the international team. We, yeah. We've got to enjoy these opportunities.
3: Uh, I'm overwhelmed by a, a sense of nostalgia tonight, Gordon, because we're trying to get to Germany to play in the major finals of an international tournament. 50 years ago, we went to a country called West Germany then on the back of heroes like Joe Jordan, Danny McGrain, Sandy Jardin Billy Bremner, Dennis Law. Tonight, Fifty years on, it's Andy Robertson, Scott McTominay, Kieran Tierney, Callum McGregor. They have earned the right to be mentioned in the same breath as the heroes of yesteryear. We're solid in goal, we're strong at the back, we've got multi-creativity in the middle of the park. We might lack a Joe Jordan or an Ali McCoyster or a Frank McAveney up front, but... There are goals throughout the side. I
2: am extremely confident. Come on then. Let's hear if you're as confident as Hugh 01419511025. Let's set the scene with our reporter Andrew McLean. He has been working away. He's been a real a real soldier out there in, in the sun, putting in some shift while yeah. everybody else has got a real job. Uh, Andrew, how's the mood over there?
5: Yeah, really looking forward to this one tonight. You've come at the right time as well because the Scotland players are just making their way onto the pitch. They all look very relaxed at the moment. It's pitch black here already as well because we're two hours ahead of you. The stadium being illuminated by the floodlights at the moment. This place, it does hold just over 8,000. Scotland were initially given, I think it was 47% of the allocation for this game, but Cyprus didn't sell their allocation very well, so it means that a lot of those tickets are going to Scotland fans as well. I think around six thousand have travelled over for this game and you could well see maybe all of them in this stadium tonight, which is quite incredible to think that this is an away game for Scotland and they will be dominating the four stands here at the AK arena. I was out chatting to a lot of those fans today. You know, the beach front was decorated with salt tires, they had their kilts on. You know, supporters Just taking over all the bars and the restaurants, really good mood from everyone there. And it's just because it's good to be a Scotland fan at the moment, isn't it? We all know how the table lies at the moment, not having that hill to climb at this halfway stage of of qualifying. But see if you look at just qualifying matches as well, you take the Nations League out of it. It's actually 10 straight qualifying group wins that Scotland have at the moment, which is outstanding. Form. So no wonder so many fans have made this journey over to come and see this team. We'll see how many of those fans are sunburnt because it is really hot over here. I think it was about 33 degrees in the middle of the day. You know, I was, I was going to say it's cooler now, but it actually doesn't really feel it. It's quite humid as well. It feels quite sticky. So... We'll see how the players manage to handle that one. You know the pitch is a bit cut up as well, so it's maybe not got all the signs of the highest quality game of football you'll ever see. But you know a lot of those Scotland players that are out on the pitch at the moment have those individual bits of quality and can be match winners. So we'll see if they're capable of doing it tonight. Intrigued to see the team. As well for this one Plenty of time to debate that Before it comes out Who starts in the back three If it is a back three Has Billy Gilmore done enough With his Brighton form To force his way into the side Lyndon Dykes hasn't played In QPR's last three matches Does he start up front for Scotland Or Well it'll be Shea Adams Who's been in good goal scoring form For Southampton So There'll be plenty of opinions On the phones On that And I'll give you the answers To all those questions When I get them
2: Well you've heard the man Give him your answers First 0141951 1025. There's that general stuff about how close do you feel to qualification? How confident are you tonight? Is there any niggling doubt in there? And then, as Andrew says, let's get specific who should play because there are serious options there. There are a number of good established players that will be left out tonight. That is where the Scotland squad is at. At the moment, so get all your suggestions in on 01419511025. Now I don't know if there's a comeback on. I would guess not. Uh, but Spain were four nil up at half time in Georgia. Georgia have just scored to make it four one. Let's assume Spain win that one. What you need to know from a Scotland perspective is that victory in Cyprus tonight, after Spain win here, means that on Tuesday, if Norway and Georgia draw, Scotland would qualify for the Euros on Tuesday. Whilst we play a friendly against um, England, that's what you call them. Um, That's how close it is, Hugh. That's how close it is.
3: Andrew rhymed off the stats there. The stats that prove that Steve Clark goes far in tournaments because of consistency, because of achievement, and because we have top class players and in abundance. You don't need to go over all the names but Billy Gilmer, Callum McGregor, Scott McTominy, Kieran Tierney, Andy Robertson, but it's the second
2: clothes. time you've listed them and left out John McGinn. I just because we you know no, we're no, no, in no. we're in McGinn country here remember so just
3: be careful. I know and I'm sorry to miss McGinn uh and I won't do it again <laughs> and please don't come down the road to the studio
2: and, and tick me off. But I should have mentioned John again. I apologise, John. <laughs> there we go. Uh, right, 01419511025. And whilst you get your calls in, that stat, Kenny. Uh, Andrew's great for bringing his stats. And that that's a... That's huge. Traditional qualification games. Because for some reason, we're so hard on ourselves. When we qualified through the Nations League, people went, ah, but yeah, it's just that funny Nations League thing. And ah, you know, it took penalties... Traditional qualification games—we've won ten in a row. It's unbelievable, incredible. It really is, and like you says, it's shown the.
4: The level of consistency of this team and again, and, and aligned with the ability of the players all across the squad. I mean, Hughes went and named names, but we are strong from goalkeeper right through to the number nine position at the moment. Real competition for places, but to win 10 games, uh, and it, this is not just games, obviously because it has been that long a run, there's been some big t- teams in there again, really, really top nations. I mean, obviously Spain coming to mind that they, what happened at the start of this, thinking maybe Denmark might have been thrown into that, that run of 10 as well, who were an outstanding team. Uh, coming to Hamden that night, so real big games. But again, even the smaller ones, they're not easy, particularly when you're travelling away from mm-hmm. home. So listen, long may this this consistency, the results, and performances continue. I think
3: we've done enough, Kenny, to not be troubled by oh, it's Scotland; they'll yep. blow up at the last minute. We've done enough uh, if we've been brutally
2: truthful with ourselves. It's what happens when we get to the tournament Oh, the let's well, let's cross that bridge when we come to it Because we'll have a good time finding out anyway, won't we? Simon is first up tonight Simon, how are you feeling?
6: Hi guys, hope you are all well um, Yeah, really looking forward to it uh, Really excited um, I've heard the, the chat there from hearing the guys And I, I completely agree I was in Cyprus for the the Kenny Miller game When I scored that cracking goal And I think there was maybe less than 2,000 folk there it was depressing thing to follow Scotland So if you can be optimistic now And we're doing really, really well Then when can you be?
2: Simon, I'm impressed Because we've banged on about this goal all week And we've got an eyewitness You must be a dedicated follower To take yourself to Cyprus for a friendly uh, It was not a bad strike from Kenny Miller, was it?
6: No, it was absolutely fantastic, and it was probably the only good thing about that whole trip. But I was hoping to go this time, but uh, I've been working away over the summer, so I don't think I'll be able to wrangle that. So,
2: uh, watching for the pub tonight is the the, the option, unfortunately. Listen, you save yourself for a big trip next summer. Um, what are you thinking then? I mean, how how different does does this feel um, in terms of you know where the squad is at, and, and and what could potentially be just round the corner.
6: Yeah, it feels really special. It feels like we're on the cusp of something, doing something. You hasten to say great, because what would be great is depending on you know our own level. But I think qualifying from the group, even though the top three, I think, pretty much do at the Euros if we get there. So I think that would be, for, for Scotland, that would be a fantastic achievement. And then if you get a decent run like Wales did, you know, we don't have a Gareth Bale type, obviously. But I think you look at that team it to the Wales team that got, was it the semi-finals they reached in the Euros? Like, you know, you've got to be optimistic, like I said, you know, supporting a, a smaller team and supporting the Scottish national team hasn't always been the most easy task in the world. So uh, right now, when you've got a team full of really good players, it's a, it's a good time to be a Scotland fan. You've got to be positive.
2: That's thats a great way to end that, that point, Kenny. You've got to be, the, <laughs> this team's earned it, hasn't it? No, they um, have earned it, and I do think we're past that that
4: long running Scotland where we've got to do something to mess it up I'm, I believe we're way past that and it's interesting to listen to Simon about again looking forward once we do qualify what could potentially happen in the groups because of the way they lay out of the, the Euros and it takes me back to, to Tommy Burns where I think it must have been back to 2003-ish where he spoke to the the national team and he says to be the greatest Scottish national team ever you need to go. out of a, out of a group at a major finals you know what and that's if you think of the players that have been through the national team and all the, the, the superstars that have done it just nobody no team was able to do it and Tommy was saying that's what you, you need to be aiming for obviously back then it was trying to aim to get to a major tournament mm. first but this team's done it they're going to do it again and with the layout of the Euros now with the, with this consistency and performances and the players we've got yeah. I just don't see why not. and I know mm. we're getting ahead of ourselves yeah, that at the moment but I think we've earned the right to forward.
3: We speak glibly about making history. But to get there, to get out of the group stage, would be literally making mm. history. No one in our past has ever done so. And that's what Simon and all the fans
2: regard as the Holy Grail. Yeah, and Simon, it's, it's close. Obviously, we need to... Well, this... I Georgia giving it a good go But let's be honest Spain are 4-1 up So that's going to end With a Spain victory You would imagine Like we said The permutations earlier It is very close Simon What about the team That you would go for tonight?
6: Um, Yeah like you said It is close And I think we're I think we're there Because I've I've already Booked my flights to Germany So uh, if they don't Then I'll be doing What I did when Kelly uh, Get beat by the Nomads And end up going to Belgrade for a wee Jolly Instead of the football But uh, as the team I think uh, obviously Gunning goals I heard Mark Wilson talking yesterday saying he thought it would be too defensive to go with a back three. I disagree. I think we'll go a back three. I think Andre, Portis and Tierney. Not really a back three, is it? Because Kieran Tierney plays as a left back, left winger, left midfielder. He's all up and down the park. He works really well with Robertson in that kind of role. Uh, Hickey and Robertson as the, the wing backs. I think that McTominay, McGinn in the midfield. But my, my question mark is over Gilmore or... McGregor McGregor's not a great start to the season albeit did better in the old firm game I think he go I think you prob- will probably go with McGregor I'd probably be tempted to go with Gilmore and then I'd play Christie off of Dykes because I think Dykes work rate is what you need you will knacker those um, Cypriot back line out and then you bring on Shea Adams if you need to later on in the game
3: <laughs> Sounds as if he could be Stevie Clark's assistant
4: or it's well thought out you know what yeah. really is and I think I think again like, like most good teams uh I think you could probably name eight or nine starters nailed on Uh, and I think the back six if you want to include the goalkeeper that Simon put there I would absolutely agree whether Cal McGregor started great or no great Cal McGregor's playing there's no doubt about that I think Billy Gilmore has Mm. to play alongside him because I think those two they really really bounce off each other and, and link up well and the question for John McGinn plays, nailed on plays. I think Scott McTominay plays. So, so it's how that, the one that misses out? I, I think so, yeah. and it's up front as well. I think there's good options up yeah. there, so it could be Shea Adams it could be Lyndon Dykes. Two,
2: two ones to test you on, Simon. The so Lyndon Dykes, it, it probably would be his jersey to lose, wouldn't it, in a Scotland sense? But as Andrew McLean was saying there, he's not played any of QPR's last three. He was injured. He's coming back. Um, Shea Adams by contrast Has three goals for Southampton In the Championship this season I wonder if that Maybe offsets your plan And also Remember the last game Gilmore, McGregor, McGinn, McTominay They, they all played together And, and, and Ryan Christie didn't why, why won't that happen tonight? Yeah
6: I, I understand what you're saying about Dykes But obviously Scotland's got a really good history Of players who maybe don't play regularly Coming in and doing really well I think with Dykes You have them up there Not necessarily for the You know the goal poaching as obviously he did against Norway, but you don't really necessarily have that, you have him for his physical presence and I like the way Christie works with him. I think Christie kinda of floating around, can play in the right, play in the left, play in the, the middle depending on where the play is going. I really like that. Um that's what I would personally go with, but I think I think Kenny's right. I think it'll be the same midfield as the last time. But I'm uh, yeah, so either or do you know what, if the Scotland team comes out mm-hmm. it's not going to be like the old days where we're going to be all be arguing with each other No When the team goes out Clark has He's earned the right to, For us to trust him Go with it And do you know what If it's not working We've got so many options Off the bench to change
3: it I like Simon's rationale Let Dykes bully them uh, Until We reach the point Where you bring on Shea Adams I would Make sure McGregor Was on the park I think he has been uh, Rejuvenated by The game against Rangers last Sunday Where for the first time This season He looked like the Callum McGregor of old, and that Gilmer doesn't
2: deserve not to be on the park. The striking one is going to be fascinating, Kenny, because again, Simon's right. St- Steve Clark doesn't always care if players are playing a lot. You look at Scott McTominay in the last meeting when he he was turned into a goal-scoring hero, um, and Kieran Tierney and so on. But I wonder, there was a time not that long ago that... She Adams probably was his number one striker and then he was injured and that's why Lyndon Dykes sort of played and the fact that Lyndon Dykes has been out injured rather than just out of form I wonder if that just swings it back in She Adams' favour a, a touch
4: well I think it does because not playing because you're not getting selected to play and not playing because you're not fit for selection are completely different things. So I think Shea Adams, uh, what will, will probably get the nod based on that. Uh, and by the way, I think it was the Cyprus game in the first game of the campaign, Dykes came on and for had a big, imp- and and had had a big impact in the game oh, as well. Dykes has been un-
2: unbelievable yeah, for Scotland. Hasn't he, he, he had a
4: knockdown, he had a knockdown for the McTominay goal. Uh, he looked like, again, Shea Adams can, again, to, to go ways like Simon's thinking, he can give them a different kind of physical battering by running them. Mm. He's running power and he's, and he is a strong physical being as well. So I think, I, either way, I think I
2: either could do it, but I think Shadders might get the nod. Yeah, you look at Norway, Dyke scores and sets up Kenny McLean. So it could be a fascinating one. Thank you, Simon. Enjoy the game. 01419511025. Call us now and we'll do our best to get you on next.
0: Scotland at Cyprus. Two five. Clyde one. Super
2: scoreboard. No, the best. 0141 951 1025 that is the number you need to get in touch tonight ahead of a massive game for Scotland in Cyprus real excitement real anticipation building firstly what will the team be who will Stevie Clark pick and then on to the game itself it is still Georgia 1 Spain 4 uh, so, as we said, that's the result which can have a knock-on effect for Scotland to potentially qualify on Tuesday. Uh, and it's clearly Georgia's fault. Very much Hamden flooding conditions there as Spain score a fifth. Um, it's not like the Georgians to take the huff in the rain, is it? We've seen that somewhere before. They, they, they were not, not happy that night. Pitch that night <laughs> They
4: were not interested in it 1-0 down And the referee just called it That was absolute rage On that Georgian bench Well, well You
3: two have made the best Of the sunshine in Glasgow today I'm sitting in between A guy in a Scotland top And a guy in his golfing gear I look like Uncle Albert From Only Fools and Horses you and, know? and I'm burnt as
2: well by the arms Got it We were at the Motherwell Football Club Golf Day At oh. Lanark Golf Club And in true Scottish fashion The Day had to get delayed Because of the fog <laughs> We could not start And by the end, he's sunburned So that sort of sums it up And the golf was An, an absolute mid-table Mediocrity standard throughout so Was Spider-Man The Dazzler? Uh-huh. Oh he was Of course he was He was there He was there as well So he's, he's, he's very red-faced Now as you would imagine So uh, we'll check in with him Over the weekend I'm sure Let's bring in David Who is in Barhead David what are you thinking About, you thinking tonight?
1: about tonight? Hi guys What a great weather um, we're talking about the Scotland team. I think the guy head and shoulders above everyone on that park is McGinn. I think he gives 100%. He covers every blow of grass. In the 90th minute, he'll still be tackling in the corner. He'll be fighting to win a ball at the opposing end. But I think most praise should go to the manager. I think he's brought such a cohesion into a group of players... I mean, they used to pull out all the time because, well, if, if we're honest, they couldn't be born. They didn't want to for Scotland. These guys that are on that park, when you see them lined up singing a national anthem, their chests are bursting with pride. He has got a team playing. Yeah, they are. They're, they're, they're Scottish lions. They're lying rampants. I mean, we're now saying 10 games in a row. And it, it used to be we were worried at the end of a group we might if, Results go our way, we might get through. Now we're talking about qualifying with games left. Steve Clark is, has turned around Scotland from being a laughing stock to being a serious serious contender in football.
3: Well I think I said earlier, David, that um you know, from a journalistic perspective, he's hardly a newspaper man or a radio man's dream because he he, he speaks in, in those dulcet tones where it's he even only said only himself about, the other day didn't he he said, yeah. I'm
2: not exactly the most site- excitable I'm, yeah, I'm a- <laughs> yeah he didn't even like turning
3: 60 uh, but he is a throwback to bygone days where managers didn't speak in screaming headlines and people like Jock Jockstein for example it was about how you played uh, and never get carried away and never presume anything that- and Stevie Clark does all that and the proof of the pudding is there because it re- leads to consistency. It has already led to his being in a previous European Championship final. So the man has been
2: magnificent in the role. Did I ever tell you about the time I interviewed him? A big, long sit-down interview as well, so it was a bit different. I thought I might get away with it. You know, you can sort of soften the mood and have a little bit of fun, if that's the right word. And um asked him about John McGinn having the best backside in world football. And he just stared right through me He did not even come close to cracking a smile And just ignored, ignored it completely And yeah. moved on I thought it was a really good point And I stand by it He does have the best backside in world football I remember you and me going to see yeah, him right. at have yeah, yeah. uh,
3: in one of the uh, corporate lounges And you know, even when discussing moments of high triumph Like Scotland qualifying for the World Cup Finals When he was a schoolboy And I said Well what happened The following day I mean I take it Your parents Gave you the day off And you didn't have to No I went to
2: school (laughs) Plays it all down I don't mind it And by the way He's picked his team David hang on the line Andrew McLean Take it away
5: Yeah, just the one change from that game against Georgia last time out and it's Shea Adams that gets the nod over Lyndon Dykes. That also means that all four of McGinn, McGregor, Gilmore, and McTominay start together as well. So in goal it's Angus Gunn, the back three Ryan Porteous, Jack Hendry and Kieran Tierney. The right wing back is Aaron Hickey, the left wing back is Andy Robertson. Then in midfield you've got Scott McTominay, Billy Gilmore. Alan McGregor you'd expect John McGinn will be the most advanced of those four and then he's in behind Shea Adams the substitutes for Scotland McCrory, Clark, Souter, Dykes Christie, McKenna, Armstrong Ferguson, Nisbet Jack, Patterson and McLean
2: Happy with that David
1: Yeah, I think looking at that team it's not a case of will we win I think it's a case of how many will we win by I think the the midfield speaks for itself we're going to create chances the only thing I'd maybe say is I'm more of a fan of Dykes His battering ram Up and at them style I think Would have got more But the manager The manager picks the team And he's done well so far So yeah I'm perfectly happy with that team
3: As Kenny Miller said earlier on David There's more than one way to battle them uh, Your physicality is one way for sure But if you're running the backside of them Then that's another mm. way to make sure That they don't last too long
2: yeah, I just, Kenny, we said it before, it's just a little bit different from some of the other scenarios. Like, you know, when when Kieran Tierney's not playing for his club, Kieran Tierney's playing for Scotland. You know, there's just no doubt there. That, 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 that there's nothing about that that would, that would realistically cause you to come to a different conclusion. But when you've got this situation where Shea Adams has been injured, uh, Lyndon Dykes has been injured, he's not played in these last three games. And he's up against a guy who is in form, is playing, and has has been the number one striker in the last couple of months, as you know, last six months. Just, it's, it's not a controversial one, really, is it?
4: It's not because I think. Steve Seaman I again. You've also got guys like Nisbet and Shankland are backing yeah. these guys up as well, who have had really, really strong seasons, uh, respectively, last season with their clubs. So it's, and Lauren Shankland started great again uh, this season in terms of his club are no started brilliant, but he's in good goal scoring form. So there's a really, a lot of options there for Steve. But at this moment in time, Shea Adams and Dykes are at the head of that queue it could be a toss of the coin depending on what you want from this game but the fact that Dykes has been injured and missed games, I just think it becomes a
2: no-brainer that Shea Adams plays. Um, and I mean, David, you mentioned there you, you were full of praise for him. John McGinn, he was the, kind of the, the reason for your call, if you like. There is no doubt he was playing tonight but I mean, I'm sure you're delighted to hear him in there then. Yes, yes. I think
1: he's, he's Scotland's talisman. I think he he carries he carries his heart on his sleeve He will give everything he can For the whole game All over the park And he's just He's a joy he, I mean Clark must be overjoyed to have That kind of quality of player In his, in his squad He's got it every, every every time he picks it Because he knows put, He knows exactly what he'll get from him
3: mm-hmm. It's a great cliche But it's true uh, Steve Clark has created a club mentality At international level and it's made up of many different characters And John McGinn, I loved it a few months ago When John McGinn said when the chips were down I become a wee guy from Klein Bank. And that that's what he brings to the team He's a phenomenal player Phenomenal addition to our squad
2: um, And we're just very lucky to have him Talisman's a good word Kenny um, he, he probably has become that Um, By his own standards, he's not scored in his last three for Scotland. Would you believe that that's considered a drought for John McGinn? Because you know he's had such a an impressive career of late, and you look at the what is it, fifty six caps and sixteen goals. I think he's he's been incredible under Steve Clark, hasn't
4: he? It is because again, and this is where listen, John McGinn and the players individually deserve a lot of credit as well. But as the manager, you need to find the right way play. You know, so he was dipping in his fours, he was dipping out his fives, there was the Andy Robertson, Kieran Tierney dilemma. How do you get them into a team? And then, that's fine, you've worked out the way to get them a team. Right, okay, how do we become most effective attacking? And he's found this, he's tried two up with, with Adams and, and Dykes at times, but he's found this way, I think, that absolutely gets the best out of it, particularly John McGinn. In that, in that position where he's in the more advanced midfield zone he bundles the energy he arrives in the box really really well when he gets in the box and the ball falls to him he's normally ruthless with his finishing as well so I just think the way that we're playing and how John McGinn gets deployed really really suits him to play because this is, he gets beyond the striker as well he's hungry to score goals you see when these crosses are coming in he's normally a guy that, that, that's getting on the end of these crosses so again Steve Clark deserves a lot of credit for that but again take nothing away for the players Can as well Can I
2: just say Quickly Hugh Before we get away from this Because this might be One of those nights That you remember In a few years If the trajectory goes The way you think it might Georgia won Spain 7 <laughs> Are you aware of the player That just scored Spain 7th? Who was? He turned 16 Six weeks ago Goodness Yamin Lamal And we're talking I mean well Put this way, He's on for Spain And scoring And he turned it's, 16 uh, Six weeks ago Frightening to think That any
3: international Team Could go away From home and Georgia aren't exactly a pushover, home or away, and score seven goals against them. And
2: there's plenty of 20 time. 20 minutes left. Yeah, plenty You of heard time. about him, Kenny, Barcelona?
4: I have heard about him, but I'll tell you what, I've, also like, well, I've liked the look of him from a footballing point of view. Not so much to play against Scotland next month as the Williams junior on the yeah. lad who scored the sixth goal as well. He's been a real threat. So, listen, Spain are a really good team. It just highlights how good we actually played on that night.
2: It does indeed. And uh, let's, well, listen, hopefully we can go over to Seville and... Do it again, but Turn we, can, them over. we can cross that bridge at another time. <laughs> uh, Don is in Guruk. Don, would you give you the team? Who are you expecting to stand out for Scotland tonight?
7: Um, hi, guys. Thanks for having me on. Hi, Hugh, Kenny, oh. Gordon. Hi, Don. Um, tonight, I'm I'm hoping that McGregor's going to stand out. He had about a form there the weekend against Rangers. And we know that he's usually an eight or a ten every week. And he'd been inconsistent the past uh, previous weeks to that. So I'm hoping that he's going to be Stand out tonight But it's really difficult To say with a Scotland squad Because They're really diverse And flexible um, There's so many standouts At times Roberts Tierney Gilmer um, When he plays McGinn um, Dykes When he comes on as a sub um, They always take the initiative And teamwork's unbelievable Between them all
2: Yeah he, And he has another one Kenny That's the good thing About this team You could pretty much Go through them all But Callum McGregor How many good games In a Scotland shirt under Stevie Clark, I mean, you go back to it scored the only goal, of course, at the Euros. Scored what? Scored the opener in uh, against Georgia in the rain. Time and time again, uh, you know, and uh, a good one for. I know we've got our own rivalry up here, but you know, plays in our league. If you like, it's not all about these superstars that in this rich league down the road. Callum McGregor consistently holds his own against Spain and against these teams for Steve Clark's side.
4: Thing with Callum McGregor is that because there's a lot of other guys, both in his club team and even international team, probably get the headlines because they score the goals or they're maybe a little bit more flashy or, or whatever it would be. Don's absolutely right. This guy's an eight out of ten minimum every single week, and even and, and see when you see him, maybe not quite. Get to his usual levels. It's it's even more of a standout because of the standards that he set for himself. But he is one of our best players. You talk about the John McGinn's and and uh, and the strikers that the Adams, that the, the Dykes, Callum McGregor, like he is for Celtic. He is also a heartbeat of the team for Scotland. He does everything right normally. Yes, he might have had a wee dip at the start of the season, but he was outstanding in that first half. Controlled the old firm game last Sunday. And uh, he's never going to play for Scotland. You know, and again, in the way they play, I think, particularly with Billy Gilmore in there beside him, I really think they bounce off each other. Play. They've got a really good understanding of each other's games and they can do that role very very well I'm a a big Callum McGregor fan I've really, i said it for years uh, but he's uh, yeah. I'm really looking forward to see him play tonight Mm. as as I am with the rest of them because it's very very Mm -hmm. tough to single out these Scotland players in the form
3: that they're in Callum McGregor as they say got his mojo back at the weekend what is a mojo?
2: what he showed last Sunday that's a good point what's the the origin of that phrase? listen we've got a few hours to kill tonight so (laughs) if we need to find that out we can indeed he got his mojo back tell me what is it what where did he get it what is mojo he googles <laughs> a magic charm someone must have their mojo working over the influence magic power magic power nah well, where does it come from
4: well his magic power is when he takes a ball like he did last week in that old firm game It's good play facility he gets it he releases a badder
2: right through the Rangers back line uh, to Austin, go and cut it back Austin, for Austin Powers too says the producer but that's not that's, that's, it predates that does it not Oh, I remember I saw in the 60s I've got my oh, mojo working a quality that attracts people to you And makes you successful and full of energy Personal right. magnetism, charm Sex appeal, apparently Wow, right, let's Move on I, uh, Hugh, uh, yeah. There's, yeah, certain things, there's certain now. things you don't want to discuss With Hugh Evans on a Friday night Let's be honest uh, Don, can this team With your Callum McGregor in it Are they going to give us a, a hassle-free night?
7: I'm hoping they're going to give us a night to remember I mean, I remember the Scotland squad of 78 I was 10 years old back then And um, I think this team's a better team than that. On paper, they were a better team, but when you see the way this team plays and how fluid they are, um, they're passionate. They're just as passionate as the fans, and they're responsive as well in situations where Mm. uh, previous teams have not been. Uh, Clark's got to take massive credit for that as well. A lot of the guys that have been coming on tonight and phoning in have said the same thing. But one of the things I'd like to add, if you don't mind, is um, I know that sometimes you get a bit caught up with the strikers and we worry about Adams and Dykes, but... The players have been chipping in from all over the park. McTominay, McGinn, um, Robertson. You know, they were chipping. in. Parson as well. He chipped in with one. So, um, the goals are from everywhere around the team. And, and that's what I love about this Scotland squad. Um, and I think that we're going to go to Germany. Um, and I think the... Future's looking good for us, especially if we can get guys like Elliot Anderson Mm. uh, back up and lead him and get him into the squad. It's a good point. It's a
2: good point. Forgot about the goal machine, Scott McTominay. We can maybe look at him very soon. 01419511025. Thank you, Don. I liked your call. Let me run this past you before we go any further. Yes, well done to Maria who was overcome with emotion as you would be when she won £60,000 on Make Me A Winner to end the week. Her family has had a really tough year, an emotional year after her mum had a stroke and now she can afford to pay for helping with her recovery. So really an amazing winner and we could make you a winner with £62,000 on Monday. When we make another call But you need to be in the draw It goes without saying So text yes This is a good time to do it Friday night Get the phone out Text yes to 61025 Text are £2 Plus your standard network rate Online entry At ClydeOne.com Cost £2 Or call 0330 8804523 And those calls are just charged At a standard rate as well It is over 18s only And all the rules For this network competition Are online So if you get the call from us After 3 o'clock On Monday Which is the 11th Answer within five rings and say, Make me a winner straight away. No hello, no who's this, just make me a winner straight away to win the £62,000. So don't leave it to the last minute. You might as well try and get involved just now. Text yes to 61025. Scotland at Cyprus. 0141
0: 951 1025. One,
2: super scoreboard. Not far away Not far away at all Under one hour to go Until Cyprus against Scotland Kicks off And hopefully Is a stress free evening For Steve Clark's side um, The type of scoreline That Spain are running up In Georgia would be nice They're 7-1 up And again I'll keep repeating it Just because I know it can be a, Permutations can be a bit much Spain win this Scotland win tonight Georgia and Norway Draw with each other on Tuesday And off to Germany we go that simple. Although, Georgia chased so many shadows tonight. I don't know about their physical yeah. fitness for Tuesday. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit concerned about them. And On that regard, but we can just find another way to, to win and qualify. That's not a problem. Um Right, I'll tell you what. Let me just cross back to Andrew McLean. Clyde One
0: Super Scoreboard Scotland Updates with Moyer and Sweeney Litigation. The top team for your defence.
2: Not a huge revelation Andrew but I did want to just check in because I noticed we didn't really go through the subs you gave us the team no real surprises one change from the previous team with Shea Adams replacing Lyndon Dykes I know sometimes though, they take a big squad and everyone like bar one or two makes the bench sort of thing Who's who's been left out altogether tonight and, and who is there if should we need reinforcements
5: Yeah, the unlucky one is Lauren Shankland. He is definitely over here. I saw the team out on their sort of pre-match walk that they tend to do on the day of the game and he was there with the rest of the squad, but you can only have a maximum of 12 substitutes for these games. That's just the way it works and Scotland just have one too many players for the squad, so Lawrence Shanklin is the one that, that misses out, we don't know the reasons for that, whether it's just a, a personal preference and the likes of you know Lyndon Dykes and Kevin Nisbet have just been chosen ahead of him, maybe he does have some sort of knock, although that is just speculating of course, but he is the one to miss out, but you look at you know the players that Scotland have on the bench, if they want to change the game, I mentioned Lyndon Dykes, you guys talked about it earlier on he is the type of player that can come on and make an impact, because he's a very different type of striker to Shea Adam, so he's obviously a good option to have up there and he's served Scotland really well over the years in terms of a creative outlet. Ryan Christie of course is another one. Stuart Armstrong, Lewis Ferguson is going so well at Bologna as well. We talk about you know how good the four central midfielders are that are starting for Scotland. You know, there's a player that's playing and scoring regularly at times for a, a Serie A side so Lewis Ferguson will really be wanting to try and make his mark on, on this Scotland side but yeah, Steve Clark has a, a lot of recruits on that bench that he'll certainly be confident if he has to turn to them later in the game
2: Absolutely, right I'm excited but a little bit nervous about this call because it, it could go one of two ways Lewis is on the line in Larnaca oh. so he's going to the game I assume, Lewis? Uh, we're here just now,
8: we've just arrived at the stadium and uh, the fans are kind of amassing as you can hear in the background.
2: Lewis, you sound pretty sensible so far. I'm happy, right? Let's 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 edge in a bit further. Then how are you, how's it, how is it over there? What's the the trip been like? What's the mood been like? So far, it's been great. To be
8: honest with you, I mean, every time we come here, we have a great time, and it's it's been no different. You know, it's it's great seeing all your pals. There's there's guys and girls I actually see more often out the country than I do in <laughs> Scotland. Um, but it's <laughs> it's good banter, and uh, it's been a long day today, though. Uh, but I think the The weather's going to be a real challenge tonight. Um, I I don't know how much that's going to be conveyed back home because it's it's still about 29, 30 degrees just now. But it's it's not just the heat. The the humidity at the moment is incredible. So uh, I do feel a wee bit sorry for the guys.
2: What percentage of Scotland fans would you say are sunburned right now? (laughs)
8: Um, I think it'd probably be easier if I said to you what percentage Mm -hmm. are not sunburned at the moment. Um, that's, uh, there's a few here, maybe a little bit worse for wear in this heat but it has been pretty gruelling. And as I say, the fact that you know we're just standing in this, and you know it, it's, it's kind of you're you're soaked, everyone is at the moment. Um, never mind the guys who have to go out in that pitch and, and run around for 90 minutes.
2: Yeah, I mean, when people tell you that you need to drink more in the sun, that that's, that's not what they mean. They know. mean water, don't they? Well, Just to keep uh, you hydrated. Yeah, keep hydrated. Um, Lewis, you've heard the team, I'm sure. Look, no real surprises. Are you, you, you've had a great trip. You've been by the beach. You've got some sun on the back, but the serious stuff for Scotland going to do it tonight.
8: I think so. I think first goal, and we should be fine. Um, as I say, I think the conditions will be a leveler, but I think it's a new era under Scotland now. It's a new era under Stevie Clark. We look a far more I guess the word would be a professional outfit, and I really do think if you can do the business tonight, then it's you know it's, it's nine toes out of ten uh, on that on that play to Germany next summer.
2: Like that nine, nine toes, toes out, out, of out of ten. 10. I don't know, you're going to use that, yeah. um, and I mean, Lewis. We heard from Andrew McLean talking about this should feel a bit more like a home game actually for Scotland. Not that many, not, not you know not in terms of number, but in terms of percentage of of the crowd tonight. Do you Think that can play a part.
8: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the stadium's something like 8,000 and our, our friend Davy Proven has done a magnificent job. He's bussed something like 4,500 Scotland fans from five different towns and cities in Cyprus to converge on the stadium just now. Um, and it's, yeah, I mean, it's going to be easily three quarters of the stadium will be Scotland fans tonight. So as you say, hopefully that helps swing
2: things Brilliant. in our favour. Not not that Davy Proven though, presumably.
8: Uh, no, different day
2: I And he, I, I yeah, he has gone off to the sun somewhere. He hasn't has he? gone off. I won't reveal where yeah. in case he doesn't want me to. Um, but I didn't think he was organising buses in Larnaca. But anyway, but the there we go, yeah. Lewis. I'll tell you what. I'm jealous. Have a brilliant time, and hopefully you come back with three points or nine toes or whatever it was.
8: <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, guys. Good Enjoy man,
2: Lewis and Larnaca. Lewis will be the most sober man in Larnaca. Let's be honest. He, he was great. Yeah. He was in good form. Quickly, Kenny, because we're a bit late for beat the pundit. But is that something for? Dafty's like Hugh and I, who we sit here and say, ah, it's just a bit of heat. Is it, is, it, is it worth bearing in mind how tough that could be? Absolutely is. Yeah, it's uh, played in some real conditions, particularly when I was in the MLS.
4: Had one in Macedonia as well for Scotland. Uh, it does. It's energy, a lot more energy sapping. So when you're going, it can take a little bit more. But you, you can't just be hustle, bustle everywhere. You do need to manage the game. And that's why I think players like Billy Gilmore, Callum McGregor, getting their foot on the, the ball, keeping the ball, making them chess, use, making the ball do the work, using that all saying. These types
2: of players will be invaluable. to Was me. the Mas- Macedonia is that the worst you faced for Scotland? You went over to Cyprus, of course. Yeah, I, I can't remember that did, time I can't of remember year.
4: That night, to be honest, it was that bad. A November I'm game? sure it was about November time, yeah. So I think Macedonia. I'm sure that was like a June, a June game. So it was. Uh, it, was yeah. somewhere so anyway. it, does, it does affect it the does way affect you play It does affect the yeah. okay, that's, that's, Like I say I think game management Becomes big uh, Getting a hold of the ball Keeping control of the game You know And actually you Dictating the tempo Are, are really key things
2: I'll tell you what's hot in here Will it affect the performance On this Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun
0: For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk
2: Slash football You two are in a It's a slightly different Situation from usually you have to rescue the weak, it's the opposite, but I still think that brings its own pressure because you have the chance to complete a clean sweep for the pundits oh, this yeah. week four out of four. So, listeners, my plea to you is to come on and spoil that right now 0141 951 1025, and it could be you playing beat the pundit against one of these after the break.
0: Scotland at Cyprus.
2: Clyde One, Super Scoreboard 01419511025 That's the number you need, so come on down 41 minutes to kick off Not that I'm keeping count in Larnaca Hopefully Scotland can do the business They've been getting off the team bus uh, in the last... Uh, what would that be, last maybe 15 minutes or so, there and ready. In fact, I'll tell you what, was before that, because Andrew McLean was bringing us up to speed earlier on. But we're there, ready to get set up and hopefully a comfortable evening ahead. But until then, keep your calls coming. We're here until 10 o'clock tonight, so really, you can call throughout. I always say this when it's a big game. If you're shouting at the TV, just shout at us. That's You can pick up the phone right through. And then, of course, when the full-time whistle goes you are obliged to call us. We're here until 10 o'clock tonight, Kenny and Hugh. I hope you've got your... We're going to, need to order food in here if we're here till 10 o'clock. I've oh, come prepared. prepared. I've come prepared. Don't tell me it's not the garlic mushrooms again. Never. You've got to cook well, them, Hugh. I've again. been told that story. What I know. <gasps> I know. <laughs> but listen, this is... Because this is a, a brave new dawn for us because we've had some of these late shows for Scotland games, Champions League games, but we're on camera. So, I don't know how you two are going to eat your takeaway on camera, but listen, we'll, we'll need to figure a way. Anyway, before we get to that, I'm always thinking about food. It is that time of the night. Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun.
0: For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk
2: slash football. Okay, it is Beat the Pundit time. It Even a 5-3 win for Gortundiel last night. Fresh from abseiling outside Silverburn, he yeah. came in here and won it. Beat the Pundit. So... Even he is not messing this week up I like the look of the screen in front of me though It says tonight's contestant Or contestants is the issue here Tam and Daryl From ah. East School Bride How's it going Tam and or Daryl? All
8: oh good mate how's yeah.
2: your day? Not bad at all Have have either of you ever played before? Never played before mate This is our first nope. time Good I like Never. it I mean who's who here I mean how am I going to figure this out? Tam say hello I'm Tam I'm Daryl that makes no difference to me Don't yeah, know why I asked I've got, that I've got Daryl's voice have got the, yet, got the, got the yep. voice down Make life easier for us Just one of you Shout out the answer if you can eh If the other one wants to aye. Whisper it in your ear Feel free uh, Heads oh, it will God. be Hugh Keevans You play And tails it will be Kenny Miller What are you up to tonight Anyway you two We're going to go watch The Scotland game mate Brilliant I like the sound of that I will tell you something If it's Kenny and he beats me And he'll be getting His parcel deliveries anymore <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> He's your delivery guy You'll get them delivered or is That was Daryl I'm sure Was it? No?
8: Tom? <laughs> <laughs> nah,
2: he knows where you live uh, like literally or if he wins leave the sign ball on the doorstep absolutely and he'll swap Easy. it swap
4: it out yeah. ah, or like he's not getting his ball do you know the oh, thing is right. it is
2: actually oh. in amongst all that it is actually tails so it is Kenny so it's the it's the parcel derby uh, Miller <laughs> against Tam and Daryl who know where he lives which is a bit sinister but what we'll do is give Kenny some greatest hits radio to listen to Turn it up nice and loud and we'll get the clock ready for you two Delivery men, 30 seconds Answer as many as you can and pass if you don't know the answer, OK? Right, spot okay. right let's go 30 seconds on the clock and your time starts now Who is Scotland's top scorer in the Euro 2024 campaign? Big call, what was the score the last time Scotland played Cyprus away? We won Cyprus manager Tamuri Ketsbaya played for which Scottish team? What Scotland defender has the least amount of caps? Ryan Cordier. Who did Lyndon Dykes play for before moving to QPR? Livingston. How many goals has John McGinn scored for Scotland? 25. Who does Scotland face in their next qualifying match? Yeah, I think I heard it in there. Uh, okay, let's bring Kenny back. Can you hear us, Kenny? Sure can. They tour are good, honestly. Obviously oh, drive about, are. listening to listening to us soaking up the knowledge delivering your parcels you're going to see him volleying a parcel towards your door on Monday morning Uh, right 30 (laughs) seconds on the clock Kenny and your time starts now who's Scotland's top scorer in the Euro 2024 campaign? McTominay what was the score the last time Scotland played Cyprus away? 2-1 Cyprus manager Tamuri Kitsbaia played for which Scottish team? Dundee. what Scotland defender has the fewest amount of caps?
4: uh,
2: Hickey uh, who did Lyndon Dykes play for before moving to QPR? Livingston How many goals has John McGinn scored 16. for Scotland? Who does Scotland face in their next qualifying match? Spain. What Scotland player has more caps, Andy Robertson or Kieran Tierney? Andy Robertson Named the last player to score against Scotland <laughs> Time's nice. up Tam, Daryl, what's happening?
5: Hello Did we do enough?
2: Aye, off with that I'm I think you, I think it was a good game. I'll tell you yeah. that for sure. Let's go through it. Scott McTominay four goals so far. You both got it. Two one Cyprus away. I said earlier this week. I watched it from hospital having had appendix removed. If anyone cares, I <laughs> remember it well. Great goal, Ryan Christie that night. Two one. You both got it. Tamuri Kitsbaya played for Dundee. First blood, oh. Miller. He strikes. However, Tam and Daryl. Knew that Ryan Porteous Yeah, five caps So we're level here We're level Who did Lyndon Dykes play for Before moving to QPR? Livy, You both got it Still level How many goals has John McGinn scored for Scotland? Tam and Darrell I feel sorry for you here Because in this match-up tonight Only one of you is panicking That John McGinn's about to overtake him In the all-time Scotland goal-scoring list So well seen in you exactly 16 Kenny Miller goes one in front How many has he got to go? Two. Two To, to level three to beat Could get a hat-trick tonight John, hope he does There we go I like that Very <laughs> magnanimous of you So Kenny, won in front You both knew that Scotland Played Spain next uh, And Kenny was a bit quicker Andy Robertson's got more caps Honestly, yeah. Tam and Darrow, You can phone back any time That was a five It was a brilliant performance But the man here Seven on the night Too good for yeah. you Handlines
8: Well done, Kenny Our Lucky boys We'll
2: see you Monday morning Thank you very much I'll
8: see, see how I'm feeling her. I'll make sure they <laughs> get some. the Kenny Don't worry <laughs> well done
2: guys thank do you boys. for taking part time yeah, and Daryl bye. Bye. you do have an al- not you personally I mean people and my wife in particular would be one like they cause you to have an alarmingly close bond with the delivery guys like every day and obviously yeah. I'm the one that's in during the day because I don't have a real job I come here at night and it's the doorbell just constantly you think how well, you order so many things. Uh, PayPal, PayPal, PayPal. All in the bank. Unbelievable. Honestly, there we go. But anyway, not good effort from you. Seven five. I'm yep. absolutely. But delighted they were confident
4: with that. as well. I mean, I was flying through the mm. questions as well, and they were still confident. They were good. <laughs>
2: if you're still listening, boys. Unlucky. Apparently, that I love the level of detail the producer gave me here. Apparently, for anybody who cares, if you're struggling to get to sleep tonight, remember this: that that was the highest scoring game since the last time you won seven five oh, on no. the first of May. Is that right? bro? By the way right, Who was the last player to know. score in Scotland? Ever heard of this guy? Erling Haaland Oh, oh my soul is Ben Do you have food see? ordered to your
3: house? I do Yes Somebody up stairs from me Constant Coffees Food I See like Obviously see, That's it,
4: like my daughter My daughter
2: like She's a Starbucks She's Starbucks I can't do it I, Obviously like anyone would have a takeaway but that level, I, I would, I could never order something like that. And yep. do you know what it's doing? It's killing the experience of going. Out. Have you ever been in a Starbucks or the likes on like a say a Sunday morning, and there's about twenty delivery drivers all queuing up to collect the stuff. Yep. Anyway, that's, that's, I'll get off my high horse and we'll just look back to the, the football, probably for the best. 01419511025. It
4: was a clean sweep, Gordon, as well. It
2: was five clean out sweep. of five. Five out of five for the pundits this week. Got to do better. I thought Kenny was going to get a
3: 10. I was panicking. Got to do better. <laughs> I, I don't want anyone to get a 10 after me.
2: Do you know what, though? Stevie and Hag Hill just phoned in to make like a really important point. Scotland's next game's against Cyprus, not Spain. Because he's not kicked off yet <laughs> Correct 6-5 oh, yeah. Yeah,
3: like,
2: no, yeah. we've got oh, yeah. In 6-4 Because they got that as well A great difference. loss to the legal profession That man Yeah exactly He's got his banker rights there I don't think we can We can disagree with that too much This is the Kenny Miller international break Though I was thinking that We've banged on all week About how impressive Your goal was against Cyprus And you happen to have scored A pretty good one Against England as well Yep I can't believe you're not out there doing like the half-time draw or something. Did they even do that in separate football? That should be you. I mean, we're glad that you're here with us, sharing your wealth of experience. But um, who was that that night? Did we see Christoph Berra, a big Christoph breaking Berra diagonal to you? Worked
4: on as well. Craig Levine was the manager. We had kind of looked at that type of that type of play, that type of movement, that run from me, and uh, Gary Caldwell maybe stepping mm-hmm. in or Christoph. It turned out to be Christoph. He hit the perfect pass. To be fair, touch and finish was. A lucky hit, found itself in oh, a posted stamp. It.
2: No, 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 don't, don't, don't do that to yourself. Um, I'm Trying to think, this probably will be the last time we speak to you before the, the England game. And yes, one game at a time. But I'm just curious because we've got you. What is it like? And who cares if we didn't win the game? It's a yeah. minor detail. What is it like to score for Scotland at Wembley?
4: You know, it was incredible because it was, <clears throat> it was the first time we had played in 15 years. I and mean, it was again, it was another friendly. But I'm sure it was some, it was marking something. You know, it was. Uh, commemorating something, it might have been just, it was a new Wembley I just opened up not too long ago, but it was uh, an incredible game, but it's interesting, because I kind of knew it was going to be my, it was going to be my last cap, I actually had thought about, kind of chucking it towards the end of the, the previous season, I think the, the England game was August, it was an August friendly, and we had a game against Croatia in the June, uh, but I was in Vancouver at the time, playing in the MLS, and uh, I'd been picking up wee niggly injuries, and I'd been missing quite a few games, and I literally just came back on May the 29th. Again, Heat, New York, May the 29th against Red Bull, Red Bull Stadium. It was my first game back. I'd only trained a week. So I'd asked, Gordon phoned me, he'd gone had gone the manager. I'd phoned me and said, look, are you ready for the squad? I said, look, I went, probably no. Uh, I've only trained a week. Just played this game. I don't really want to be coming away and missing games when I'm just back. And I went, to be honest, I'm thinking about it, it might be my time just to... Just to move on And he was like Look don't do it now We've got England in a couple of months Come back Play in the England game And then we can have a chat after that And sure enough I did do that Glad you did. Wembley. Again I'm, I'm still raging We got Sam. We lost two rubbish goals We played well that night yeah? We did We played really well And it was a brilliant team as well Stephen Gerrard was in it Frank Lampard was in it I think Theo Walcott scored Ricky Lambert made the dream debut uh, right. t- t- Climbing through the leagues Was outstanding for Southampton I don't know if he had just signed for Liverpool at the time but he scored the winner for a That's corner. Right. We lost a free kick, I think it was Welbeck, and a and a corner for Lambert.
2: Poor goals. And um who is it that you turned inside out for the goal? That's Gary Cahill, Cahill yeah. Nah, yeah. Where was he going? Mikey
4: Mohl's turn, Chris
2: in the Cahill shuffle. Does yeah. it add it so listen, any Scotsman scoring any goal at Wembley is going to be good. Does it how much does it add to it that it was a really good goal as well, like like you mentioned?
4: Aye, because it was you know, I was pretty much in control of what was going on actually just watching Alan Hutton on the T V there. Uh, and he he crossed it. It wasn't a great cross but he's claiming the assist. But it bounced up into the chest. You know you go one way, go back the next but you're just hoping the defender buys it, to be honest with you. I do that, I try and do that in the fives when we're playing on the Friday, but Friday just says, Kenny, I'm not buying that anymore, I can he move But I threw him one way, good touch and smashed it in the bottom corner
2: past Joe Hart. A certain Joe Hart there we go and is that is that I mean an amazing feeling I take it. Because it although is. it's a friendly does it do you instantly feel that, that extra significance because of what the fixture is, is?
4: There was 70,000 was 70, at the game and the Scotland fans were on the top tier of the stand uh, that we had scored and It was an incredible feeling, it really was. And I still actually remember, I think it was maybe Martin Tyler was doing the commentary. He's not the youngest kid in the team. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Martin. I was only 33 at the
2: time. I had plenty of years ahead of me. I don't think I realised that was your last gap either. Yep. What a way to go out. Like uh, I say, I know it was a defeat, right, whatever, but still... Listen, in those days, Hugh, we, have, we have to celebrate 3 2 defeats or whatever it was. Well, I remember you and I. That's all we at, uh, had to hang
3: on to. At Wembley uh, uh, on a Friday night. Yeah, that was and even worse, that, that was 3 0. Yeah, that, and that was thoroughly depressing. And then going back to the hotel, Kenny, to find the bar was closed.
4: I was actually there that night as his, well His birthday I thought, as well Was My it birthday, oh, he birthday yeah. furious Because Big Lee Wallace played that And I he think he was actually superb he in the game He was quite good wasn't yeah, he Yeah I think he set it. Snowdy up for a good chance At the start of the of the second yeah. half uh, he, he actually sets, he set a couple of good opportunities With his big long raking runs up that left flank and a bit pink strip though yeah Is that right that night I think Yeah I can't
2: remember the colour of the shirt Anyway anyway uh, Dominic is on the line Dominic are you expecting something positive tonight?
1: Kenny and uh, Uncle Hugh. I, I think the, tonight Scotland I, I think they do enough to to win. I think it'll be tremendous. The job Steve Clark's done is absolutely outstanding. Um but as I said the producer Chris, I think that they this not give, give us a, a bargain the right way the likes of sky. So I was listening to Brendan Rodgers it was on TalkSport a couple of days ago and he was asked obviously to do with the money up you down south obviously we can't compete up here because the margins are obviously massive but this puts our way back in the back one and it also it should give us a bargain right going forward because I know, don't be wrong Kenny Rose, Kenny Rose last year for us was a shambles in the Champions League but I think that this should be going forward, should be a bargaining plea because obviously we can't compete with these teams down south in, in Europe but Going forward, I think that this should be a bad mm. You probably have to set, you
2: separate the two, probably, don't you? It's nice when the, when it all goes well. Um but you can have international teams that do really well without the club, without the uh, the domestic league thriving, yeah. and you can probably you can probably have vice versa. Um but what what is certainly true Hugh is individually you look at through some of the Mandy Robertson and we've been over the course many times, that now that just speaks for itself. Yeah. Talking an a really elite um, hopefully, Kieran Tierney sort of back on that track. Going to Sociedad, Billy Gilmore for your Seagulls. Yeah, rave reviews. John McGinn again. He's the captain of Villa. They're a good team. They're, good. you know, it's not like we've got a couple of token guys who are like there or thereabouts. The English Premier League, it's not going great for McTominay, but he's at Man United. You know, there's there's a, Aaron Hickey. We're talking about maybe the next move for him. A, there's a lot to like. There are two things to say
3: here. To uh, address Dominic's point about uh, how it enhances the look of our league no it doesn't really because there's only one Scottish Premiership player in the team tonight and that's Callum McGregor the other point to be made is that I suppose many of them came from here though yeah yeah, of course and you know uh, the other point to be made is that under Steve Clarke these guys no matter what's going on with them no matter that Keiran Tierney had to go to Spain to the Basque country to get a game of football again because Mikel Arteta appeared to just fall out of favour with him. Uh, no matter that McTominay uh, isn't always the highest regarded player for Eric Hag at uh, Man United, no matter what's going on with them at club level, mm-hmm. when they come to play for Scotland, they do have that club mentality. It is Club Scotland. And they thrive on it, no matter what's going on. Billy Gilmer, when he couldn't get a game for Brighton, was coming up and still doing a film for Stevie Clark. So it gets back to the manager and mm. the, the environment that he has created and that tonight is a reflection of no matter what is going on in your life, mm. at your club, when you are in the Scotland jersey, everything is fine with the world.
2: I love that. The way that they all seem to be embracing it, Kenny. They, love, they all seem to love going along. Um, Because it can be easy to say that stuff in press conferences. A quick anecdote. When I was on holiday in the summer and I won't name drop right, but an unnamed but high profile member of that team who plays tonight was in the same place. Uh, So we met up for breakfast one day. We're sitting chatting away and he brings up, because you're thinking, I'm going to keep pestering the guy about, you know, what's going on in his career or whatever. He says... How good are Scotland at the moment eh? As if, as if he wasn't a main part of what that was The type of question that we would ask in return He went Oh it's great How how good is Scotland? We knew We knew we were going to beat Spain oh, Honestly we did We watched the game together um, That Whatever game they played before You know was it Norway or something We watched it together And we knew Honestly see that day We, we knew it And I thought that's that's brilliant That they genuinely feel that way Rather than you know Saying all the right things for cameras or newspapers Of course it is But
4: I, See the thing with this is like it's, it's easy to say, but by the way, I've played with a lot of guys that love playing for their country mm-hmm. as well, but we never ever quite sure. got yeah, it, yeah. It got over the line. What's happened over this last, I think was it four years now since Steve's been in the job, they've been winning games. They've been breed, Yes, this confidence has been breeding and getting stronger and stronger as every game passes. We're in the midst of a 10-game winning qualification game run. It's uh, and, and, and they've got the monkey off the back. Yes, it took the Nations League. And by the way, guys that i played with, we would have loved to have had the Nations League in that other second bite of the cherry. But this is just where football is at the moment. And what they've done is they've got there, and like you says, they maybe never performed to the levels they would expect, but they're going to be there again and they're going to have a chance to kind of right that wrong. But it's uh, it's amazing to to hear these things. Like you say, it looks that way. It looks the way that they enjoy Mm. playing for the country. They look like they actually enjoy playing with each other as well. So, that's a long way that can continue because it can quickly change after a after a couple of bad results. Like it maybe looked like it was going to happen last summer, but look since then, look at the bounce back, look at the character of the team yeah. and the players to actually go again. Correct that wee kind of blip in the road uh, last summer against Ukraine and Ireland and they've went on a an, another incredible run leading into the moment we're in right now. I would
3: <laughs> imagine it's very hard, Kenny, and you've been there, lived it. It's very hard to keep everyone happy in an international group, but yep. there's never any... Hint of dissent anywhere within the Steve <clears throat> Clark Scotland squad.
4: No, there is. And again, that comes with winning games. Yeah. Like, how can you question the man? You know, how can you question the man with the job that he's doing, the results they're getting? Uh, like, they, the great man, Walter Smith, had it as well. And we weren't in a good spell. We took over for Bertie Vaux, And the team was lower on a snake's belly at that moment. But what he'd done was, he came in, he treated people right. He was unbelievable at what he'd done. Uh, sorry, what he'd done. And it was the same, I had that same type of feeling as much as we never go over the line or, mm-hmm. or, or finish the job. That was like, a, I scored a 22, 23, 24 men all wanting to play but I'd never really seen any either so we actually felt like we did have a bit of mm-hmm. spirit within that time as well and, and Steve Clark scored it in abundance now but what i say, when, when you're winning games, it creates that belief and it puts the manager up there to yeah. think, you know what? I'm doing it right, you believe I'm doing yeah. it
2: right and you can't question anything that he's doing. Was there, time, was there doing. times when it felt a bit lower though because... Speak. I think everyone could tell from the outside. You gave it all to playing for Scotland. You look. You know what I mean. But there was a, there was always an impression that guys. I think a caller mentioned that, maybe there was quite a few call offs. Or yeah. there was those questions. No one ever got that from you. But you must have. Did you ever have your suspicions? No, I did. Again, you, you felt that like if some guys maybe were, were
4: were coming away and and not playing, and there might have been a wee injury there it, it would get thrown in, or or you felt it was getting thrown in. You did kind of feel it. But you would never question somebody saying oh you're not injured you mm-hmm. know maybe they just never had you know sometimes international football is no for everybody you know because you're getting the breaks mm-hmm. for your for your club They you maybe look, look forward to family time yeah. or whatever it is
2: it's not for everybody yeah, but That's my point you know? though whether, whether by design or luck then it seems like it is for all of these players at the moment And why would it not be? Yeah. You know because there is so much As an
4: international footballer Your profile can go through the roof sure. So why would you not want to go and play In a major tournament mm. And enhance your own career as well
2: Okay we'll leave it there Because we're going to take a breather We need it in this heat I don't know what it's like in Larnaca But it's a bit toasty in here as well So 01419511025 Call us now And we'll try and get you on next Scotland
0: at Cyprus five. Clyde one.
2: Super scoreboard. <laughs> Nearly there. Fifteen minutes. Just over fifteen minutes to go before Cyprus and Scotland take to the field, and hopefully a game that ends in a comfortable, resounding Scotland victory, which would edge Steve Clark's side ever closer, extremely close, uh, to a place at the Euros. With that in mind, no prizes for guessing the theme. Of your teaser tonight Thank you to Dylan Patton For sending it in Can you name six men Since 1990 40 or more caps for Scotland But they never earned any caps Whilst playing in Scotland Okay So Six men Since 1990 40 or more caps for Scotland But they never earned a cap Whilst playing in Scotland Kevin Gallagher
4: Gary McAllister
2: Yes Any more?
4: Uh. Dominic Matto Did he get 40?
2: Mm. Nope Nope What else we got? Uh, so uh, Paul Dickov. Actually I was going to say Right this doesn't there, there is a caveat That says they, they may have Played in Scotland At some point But they just didn't Get a cap. Get the cap, here. However, I think McAllister is probably the only one that that fills that criteria, so you probably don't need to worry about that too much. Gary McAllister, any more guesses from you, Hugh? Darren Fletcher. Yes, just the 80 oh, caps. caps for him. You were part of that group. What was, it, what was that like? Was there a... Did you feel that expectation from outside for Darren Fletcher to do like these wonderful things because yep. he was the main... Because yep. he was a big player at a big team. Yeah. Well, like? you
4: felt it. You, you, people expect him, and mm-hmm. again, he took some. He took criticism because he maybe never. Because he's playing for Man anybody playing for a good Man United you know, yeah. team who were very, very successful. Uh, but Fletch was just a brilliant player, you know, and he made people about him better. He, he wasn't going to take the ball and go and beat players and and score worldy goals. He did score a couple of belters. Uh, he goes in terms of going and beating people. In. Individually, he wasn't going to do that, but as a as a player and a teammate, he was he was absolutely outstanding. Billy Bremner, huh?
2: Since
3: nineteen ninety, <laughs> <Since 1990.
2: laughs> Bremner not play Italian ID? no. We certainly not earned forty caps since nineteen ninety. Billy Bremner.
3: Oh, since you've got to have earned them from nineteen ninety onwards. Oh, I thought you were going
2: Bremner was born in 1942 <laughs> Good guess though <laughs> Come on
3: I have misinterpreted the question yeah, absolutely. There's absolutely yeah, no I need for your
4: sarcasm Or for yours either well, uh, Yep, sorry here
2: We've uh, all been there Well, sort of But anyway, keep your calls coming 1419511025 uh, You can also shout so out at the Andy
4: Rotten, can I just throw that in quickly? Did uh, you get one
2: with at Dundee United? He did Did he? Yeah Wow, must have been that first. Who was his debut? Poland away, maybe something like that. Anyway, don't listen. We'll get back to the teaser. Yeah, we we'll get, get plenty yeah, yeah. of time. Absolutely plenty. Just had to throw it out there quickly. Um, <laughs> of time, no doubt about that, because we can we can certainly get back to it. And we are edging closer to kick off. I feel like we've kind of you know working our way through the team. You almost have to um, because so many of them deserve to be spoken about. Beat the pundit, Scott McTominay. I mean, did, did we see that coming? That he's a, a goal scoring machine all of a sudden?
4: No, it's not. But I'll tell you the one thing about him is that he's probably played more in a withdrawn role in some of the, in, in the majority of his caps, because he's won. It's by the way, is going to get mentioned in a couple of minutes on the teaser, McTominay. But anyway. Ah, <laughs> I can't I've done that. But uh, no, no, I've seen it before you had mentioned him. But mm. uh, I think when, what he does, similar to John McGinn he arrives in the box really really well he's timing to get on the end of things as you see seen with the Spain goal as you see seen with the mm-hmm. Georgia goal as you see seen with the goals that scored in Cyprus he's arriving at the right time when the passes are coming so he's got really really good timing with his runs and clearly he'll have a hunger for it when you get goals you start to think you know what I, I want more you know so he'll find himself probably
3: tonight you will see him getting forward quite a bit in support of Shea Adams I was hoping that Elliot Anderson might look to McTominay yeah. as his example uh, of what can happen to you if you choose Scotland, you naturalise, as they call it, uh, and look at where it's taken McTominay. You know, as I say, for me, Eric Tinhag is getting a lot of things wrong at Old Travelled, and uh, McTominy's one of them. Yeah, just and-
4: to, sorry, just to touch on Anderson, I was really, really looking forward mm-hmm. to him seeing. Listen, I don't think he would have started the game because of the, the midfield that we've got and how well they've performed for Steve. But I watched them pre season at Ibrox again trainers and I actually then watched them in other games that yeah. uh that Newcastle were playing and what he does, he runs forward. He runs beyond strikers. It's a bit of a dying art to be honest with you, for midfielders who are actually gone beyond the game and he'd done it really well. We scored quite a number of goals for, for Newcastle over the pre season uh, uh tours. So I was really looking forward to him, really disappointed he's actually no
2: he's had to pull the squad. And the official line is it's an injury, so hopefully we'll see him back in, in future squads. But I, I think we I think we did a disservice to Scott McTominay on beat the pundit because did we not say it was four goals so five, far is, right? yeah but yep. it's five isn't it because it was yep. the two doubles and then yep. the one, and the one yep. against Georgia I mean he did start out as a striker of course and um, yeah hopefully he can find that sort of position on the pitch tonight and stick them away
4: well I think with with, with McGregor and uh, and Billy Gilmore in the midfield it's going to be a part of McTominay's job is to get forward and support alongside McGinn and get up and, and support uh, Shea Adams or when crosses are coming in for the likes of Robertson or, or Tierney who can bomb up on the left side as well or, or Hickey on the right it'll be his mm-hmm. the, his job to arrive run about that penalty spot second six yard box the way he has done uh, over the first four games and hopefully he can take his chances because he's looked a very accomplished
2: finisher when the ball's dropped at his feet A reporter Gabriel Antonio. Niazzi is going to give you the lowdown on the opposition tonight. Always good to know what we're up against. So let's hear what Cyprus have to offer.
9: Cyprus are still yet to appear in a major tournament, but they do pose a threat that Scotland should be wary of ahead of tonight's crucial qualifier. You only need to look at the three previous visits to see just how narrow the matches have been, with Scotland emerging victorious by just a one-goal margin on all three occasions. The Cypriots currently sit bottom of the group with zero points, having lost all of their qualifiers so far. And manager Tamuri Ketsabia has criticised the lack of support at home games, so tonight's atmosphere should be interesting. Ket Sabia is someone who the coaching set up know well, having worked under boss Steve Clark and assistant John Carver at Newcastle United, whilst he also spent a season at Dundee two decades ago. Much of their goal threat hangs upon their attack, with Ike striker Jonas Pitas and winger Marinos Tsiones of Sporting Kansas City leading the line. And we are all also familiar with the tenacity of Alex Gogic, who's impressed over recent seasons with St Mirren and Hibs. So Scotland are heavy favourites to continue their 100% record, but we've seen too many awkward away games in the past to take this one for granted. Clark has preached about no complacency, and he knows just how big three points would be this evening on the road to Germany next summer. And just like that, kick-off in Larnaca is coming next.
0: Scotland at Cyprus. 0141 951 1025.
2: Slide one, super scoreboard kick is imminent Let's go back to Larnaca and get a final build-up with our reporter Andrew McLean
5: Yeah, well the National anthem's just going on here at the moment at the AEK Arena as you can hear I'll, I'll let the, the Scottish National Anthem finish off behind me Yeah, a big applause from the thousands of Scotland fans that are in here at the moment. But I will hand back to you during the separate National Anthem and then lead you up to kick off.
2: Ah, he's a respectful man. Oh, he's yeah. doing the right thing. Doesn't want to get arrested and doesn't jailed to, in Larnaca, which is understandable, quite want frankly. To create an international incident. No, I suppose not, talking through the National Anthem. Um, I mean, Kenny, just... I, I think you, you, know, you said earlier, you think we're past this notion that Oh, this might be be a speed bump But is there still, you know, based on your experience Just away international games Taking everything into account Unless it's like an absolute minnow They still must pose their own challenges Of course they do Uh,
4: I just think at this team at this moment They are just way better than Cyprus Like that's like without being disrespectful yeah, I think it's about levels. There are so many levels above the Cyprus team. That that being said, there's been games before you, previous games. You could have said the same things, you know. And it's and you've come unstuck. But I just fancy this team in this moment with this run that they're on. The
2: Andrew McLean, you're safe, I think, to take us up to kick off.
5: Yes, it's all good, I mean it's approaching quarter to ten local time here but I tell you what, it's not getting any cooler mm. whatsoever a real humid, sticky heat that the players will have to contend with but what a sight it is in front of me as well thousands of Scotland fans all the way around this ground there's maybe 50 more supporters flags that are draped over the stands as well and you just need to look back at the start of Steve Clarke's time in charge of Scotland it was a game against Cyprus and Hamden was half full and these qualifiers, they didn't whet the appetite in the same way that they do now these fans weren't as captivated by the players and what they're seeing on the pitch as they are now and it's great to see and it could and should culminate in a second successive appearance at the European Championships no it can't be confirmed tonight but it will be 99.9% of the way there and of course if Scotland do get those three points it could well be confirmed on Tuesday night while Scotland are playing against England at Hampden but a big game at the moment to come first. I'll read you through that Scotland team as well as the teams are just lining up to get ready for this game. The captain's just shaking hands at the moment. Angus Gunn continues in goal for Scotland. It's the back three of Ryan Porteous, Jack Hendry and Kieran Tierney. Aaron Hickey's the right wing back. Andy Robertson the left wing back. Then in midfield, Scott McTominay, Billy Gilmore, Callum McGregor. John McGinn will be the furthest forward of those four and Shea Adams gets the nod up front. Instead of Lyndon Dykes, plenty on the bench for Steve Clark to pick through as well. McCrory, Clark, Souter, Dykes, Christie, McKenna, Armstrong, Ferguson, Nisbet, Jack, Patterson, and McLean. As I say, it is a, a warm night here in Cyprus, but the supporters have been loving this trip so far. And I'm sure you guys can see it back home as well with the images that are being sent back that you know, the Scotland fans have taken over this stadium, they've taken over Larnaca and now they want those three points to take a big, big step to Germany next year. Billy Gilmore standing over the ball and we are ready to go here in Larnaca.
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard Scotland coverage with MoiraAndSweeney.com The top team for your defence.
2: Right, I'm torn on this one, Hugh Kevens, because every Saturday, every time we have a game on, I ask you to make a prediction. Usually uh-huh. the team that you predict to win doesn't win and when it's club football I don't care it makes no difference to me really who wins at the weekends uh, but this is a bit different so if you're going to tip Scotland to win here you better get this right I don't think
3: it's disrespectful to say that we are better than Cyprus I don't think it's disrespectful to say that Steve Clark has cured us of the the, the insecurity syndrome that was there in the past and I think Clyde we will win
0: this Super
3: and once the band leaves, I think that we will win by two goals to nil. Kenny Miller?
4: Well, I would, I'm would. i not going to agree with you, so I'm going to go three. There yeah, we go. <laughs> I'm going to go three, but I do fancy a two or a three now. yep.
2: And we are, right, we are underway in Larnaca, so let's hope Scotland can. A nice early goal, all the clichés, just just nice, you know, just give us a, a relaxing night. Settle the nerves. Do yep. you know what, you're about, you're about to find out, he's seen it before, and unfortunately <laughs> the nation might be, because we've never live-streamed before. I'm not a great Scotland spectator. Oh, uh-huh. I, I just not great. Agitated. bit agitated I, yeah, yeah, a bit that, That's, that's that... an understatement. Yeah. All right. I've learned over the years to, you know, when it comes to the club games, I still get a bit excited. But I can put the claret and amber stuff. I can bury it if need be. Um, I don't know if it's because the Scotland games don't come around as often. Um, it can be a bit. Um, it can be a bit uh, overwhelming emotionally for me. You see, but there we go. Hopefully, it's a, a simple enough evening. It's Steve Clark still gets tracksuit top on, even though it's roasting. He looks roasting in it don't as see well. Steve Clark in a t-shirt very often. He's a bit like you, Hugh Keaven's.
3: Yeah, well, you know, a gentleman of a certain vintage. Although I've had a great day because the lady at Partick Railway Station asked me for um, my uh, pass to make sure that I was as old as I claimed to be. Oh, I was <laughs> no asked. Way. Uh, yes, I was asked for ID. I, I was thrilled.
2: I did I did, I did. I did. Yeah. 72 <laughs> 73 that's, that's outrageous honestly that is superb i like that i like that <laughs> now of course if you're unfamiliar with the way we work things in a big game here it's kind of like you think of it as a form of therapy if you find yourself shouting at that tv cheering at the tv whatever it is do it to us instead the, the phone lines are open 01419511025 i understand some of you might want to wait until half time uh, or certainly wait uh, until the end of the game that's absolutely fine uh, but why not give us a call throughout if you want to Scott McTominay doing well powerful running there drawing a Phil a as he burst down the right hand side he certainly ain't a flying winger Kenny but he might have to operate that sort of right side of of the pitch. <clears throat>
4: This is he's a powerful runner. Right? I wouldn't say he's blessed with like lightning pace, but I think you see, you can see he's like travelling with the ball. He's, he's really comfortable, and say says moving and that these kind of runs forward uh, and, and his in his time these of those runs into the box he is very good at. And there's no doubt tonight, Cal McGregor and Billy Gilmore will be the controlling factors, so he will have more of a license to get up and support She Adams.
2: Uh, yes indeed He will hopefully And uh, it's, the game's not really settled yet It's only two and a half minutes in So like we said We will just keep you up to speed Scotland You would hope Kenny Again tried to stay away from cliches But making the ball do the work That sort of thing Because of The heat Is, that, is, that an ex, is there an extra importance Because of that uh, That has been
4: And I think I would expect Scotland with the way they play and, and how successful they've been to have the line share the possession, particularly, again, I keep coming back to Billy Gilmore and Callum McGregor, these guys want to be on the ball, they want to be making things happen, they want to touch the balls a hundred times in the game, so you'll see them kind of controlling, uh, and like I say that'll give Scott McTominay, John McGinn, that licence to get up and support uh, Shea Adams, as it will for, for the, for, for the wing-backs and Hickey and Andy Robertson as well, and I'm sure you'll see at some point those trademark overlaps that Kieran Tierney makes around that side as well, because I do expect Scotland to have to be pretty dominant tonight and have a lot of control in this game I mean it,
3: the very least you can say is we've started on the front foot Kenny you know, there's no hesitancy about us mm. no
4: there isn't I mean I think again you've seen we've had the lion's share of the, of the first three and a half minutes of the, of the possession uh, even when the ball goes through the Cyprus goal you can see we're being aggressive in our press so it's, uh, it's been a positive start without obviously creating anything or, or yeah. putting that Cyprus goal at any any risk as yet
2: you know, they look lively enough though as well Cyprus look like they know that Perhaps their best chance of, of unsettling us is to come out quickly, Kenny, and and, and they're at home as yeah. well. I
4: know they've not got the home crowd probably to support them, but we will feel a bit of a home game for the for the Scottish players with the amount of fans that are there. But it is in home for home for home for Cyprus, mm. and listen, it's, it's, it's pride. You know they're they're, they're representing their country. They want to I'll go. I'll tell and, you to what, an
2: unbelievable move from Scotland to get up the pitch. It was very, it was quite direct, but it was effective. Direct, Kenny, and an unfortunately, an uncharacteristically poor cross from Andy Robertson because I was about to say Cyprus actually are pressing quite high but Scotland played it out from the back then fired one long to Shea Adams back to midfield and then straight through to uh, to Andy Robertson who was bursting down the left hand side that looks like something they have very much worked on over the last few days yeah I mean it's, again, it's the old up back and through Again quite like similar
4: that. to the past. up back and yeah. through But <laughs> again by, football's no changed Is that much you know the, Like the old things working. it was up to the striker A lay back and you've got the third man run Quite similar to the pass that McGregor played Actually in the old firm In mm-hmm. between but on the opposite side of the pitch In between full back and centre back And you've got obviously a real willing runner Andy Robertson Normally got a little bit better
2: quality When it comes to the end of it I know it seems like a strange Time to sort of hark on about people who are not playing and people who are on the bench but it is always a good indicator of, of some of the depth Kenny you look at and it's weird that all of a sudden it's centre half I mean that's the area we've bemoaned that for, for years would anyone have any complaints if Scott McKenna played tonight he just kept a clean sheet at Stamford Bridge that weekend John Souter, any time he's played for Scotland recently has done well scored in that famous victory And there we are, Scott McTominay, the goal machine, has got Scotland up and running nice and early. It is his sixth goal of the campaign and it's only taken five minutes. Germany is getting closer, Hugh Kevens. Well, the man of the moment,
3: McTominay, five goals prior to this evening's game, six now. Scotland, in those five minutes, stated their intentions from the very outset and they have deservedly gone, a goal in front, you cannot
2: ask For better But Kenny He's getting in striker areas now You know that better than me So talk us through it
4: But again you see It's it's Robertson against this time he is supplying it with, with, with a good cross but i tell you John McGinn is there he maybe should score it might have been going in I was just delighted that McTominay nicked it just Aye, to keep him two record. back no just joking he it, should have scored uh, yeah, he McG- probably should have scored yeah. McGinn but he's just flicked on but look at them we said it before Adams and McGinn your job ha, sorry McTominay and McGinn your job's to get up and support uh, Shea Adams for those kind of inside ten positions if you want to call them that one flicks onto the other, 1 nil Scotland, well on the way. Will
2: we just pretend that John McGinn knew that Scott McTominay was behind him and it was an unbelievable. It's an assist. You know, take yeah. an assist. I'll Brave header.
3: What. He almost got his head kicked off in the process of heading it in. So McTominay he is does, the man. He's, he's on fire, isn't he? Is it's cool. incredible. Six goals in five games and he's still got
2: 85 minutes, 84 minutes of the game to go. But bear in mind, he didn't, he didn't start this Cyprus game at nope. home where he came on and scored two, did he? So he's. Um, Cyprus will be sick of the sight of him, and uh, good, good for him. There we are. We did say early would make things a little bit easier for me, first and foremost. Uh, <laughs> and uh, anyone else who is of a nervous disposition,
3: maybe Tamura Kitsbaya was simply telling the truth when he said there's no danger that Scotland will qualify, and uh, you know this is the mm. the down payment on
2: nine wins out of nine against Cyprus. Well, I had to, you know, I've I've enjoyed reading some of the stuff because I I'm nowhere near in. Intelligent enough to know how they do these things, these statistical models. But I don't know. Have you seen it? Some boffins can calculate, you know, the percentage chance that you qualify for the tournament from your current position in Scotland, where prior to tonight, ninety-eight point something percent chance of qualifying don't know what it means but it sounds good to me
4: it does sound good and you know what and it makes sense because it's not only the position that we're in it's what the rest of the team need to do to get to us you know so uh, and I say that when we got the 12 points the 12 points could be enough 15 Mm. will definitely be enough Uh, there's no doubt about that as much as it's not going to be confirmed until further down the line maybe as early as Tuesday but 15 points will be
2: enough they cannot live with McTominay yeah he's now a a bursting run through the middle uh, the classic example of stopping a promising attack it's an easy booking for the referee to give out uh, and if Scotland have I was going to say I've got something from the training ground here I don't think this is exactly what they had no. in mind from the free kick um, Wh- no I, d- I don't think so somehow no. but there we go um, but that's Scott McTominay now joint top scorer in although oh, 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 oh <laughs> because Scotland have left themselves a little bit exposed at the back let's just hold that thought and hope it doesn't come to anything oh and it hits the crossbar I'll tell you what is a let off for Scotland, big time. It was two swipes there, it was, it was a wonderful breakaway.
4: Uh, from flag that, up, flag up, brought up problem. But all, it was, all under control. <laughs> all under control, it was offside, yeah. Even though it was two misses, yeah. Yeah, it just left yeah, herself really go, exposed. Yeah. No,
2: well offside. Yeah. Um, yeah, Kieran Tierney knew it, to be fair. Well done to him. Um, so that's McTominay joint top in the Euro qualifying, along with Romulu Lukaku, uh, who's got a ridiculous record for, yeah. and uh, Hoyland as well. And those two command quite a fee, don't they? I've heard Absolutely, over yeah. the last few seasons. So there we are. Um, and you think of some of the, some of the names here. I don't necessarily love these because it's it's not about bashing previous people, but just for like a bit of context. That's McTominay's got more Scotland goals than Charlie Nicholas, Gordon Strachan, um, you know Gary McAllister, like yeah. guys that you think of as having you know been. In a, like, it's not to say they're not brilliant players and didn't have great Scotland careers, um, but just maybe a bit of. Um, context around how well that period has been going for Scott McTominay.
4: And you know what it is as well, sorry to to, to butt in there, but it suits McTominay like the way he's played. Again, this is Steve Clark maybe recognising, this guy could be a goal threat, you know, and he's got the legs, no doubt, to actually get forward and support of the forward. And it's worth worth an absolute Mm. treat in this campaign.
2: Go on then, give us another, because uh, that Cyprus hit the bar and had a shot at Angus Gunn since Scotland scored, so it would be nice to maybe just... Try and press home that advantage again, rather than give them belief. They
3: are at home. They are allowed to attack. Uh, You know the 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 offside call was absolutely correct. So it's a very uh, entertaining end to end game of football. Um, Yeah, I really do think that we can go and score another.
2: Yeah, it was. This one was just a really delicate stand up from uh, Andy Robertson this time, Kenny, wasn't it? I'm
4: I'm going to give him real credit. I'm I'm saying he's picking John McGinn out there. Oh, yeah. the way he's hit that and he's just he's, he's looked up he's, he's set his cell he's got it under control he's looked up and the way he's hit that he's just trying to beat that first man and he can see his mate coming in uh, I said John McGon he'll be probably disappointed he never scored but really happy it felt his big uh, his big partner there and he put it in the back Do you of know that?
2: what we forgot to do? Always happens when we have a format of show like this and we've got a big game let's try and finish or roughly finish this question see, I thought you were you. just going to stretch it out over the two hours You might have to for me <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Let's set up the question again. The full time
0: teaser with sliding wardrobe solutions East Kilbride. Score winning wardrobes at their new
2: trade counter at Colville's Road. It's all it's all deliberate because Scott McTominay is one of the answers, isn't he? So six men since 1990, 40 or more caps for Scotland, but they never earned a cap whilst playing in Scotland. Scott McTominay is one. Darren Fletcher and Gary McAllister, three to get. Did you get them? James Morrison. Brilliant, well done
4: Now I'm out To bonus' be Because I've not been okay, thinking about
2: okay. it well, Okay, you, okay You'd have played with them both yeah, For sure I, yeah, um, Definitely One of them Is still Around He's still available Has been in squads Very recently But he's not in this one Grant Hanley Yes And the other one was A manager In our Scottish Premiership Not that long ago But not anymore I'll leave that one with you Right yep. You can just throw it in At some point Between now And the end of the show Um Fair play to Cyprus, Kenny. They actually look better than Scotland scored. Is that fair? Yeah, they have.
4: They've had a couple of promising attacks. Obviously, they had the one with the with the offside, but they've they've got a, a bit of possession, putting their foot on the ball, trying to knock it about and, and get back into the game.
2: Graham Alexander. Oh, look at this guy! Um, it's not just Scott McTominay that's in great form. Hugh Keaven's, oh, a joy, a joy to watch you tonight. Well done. That's your teaser done and dusted. Thanks again to the good folks at Sliding Wardrobe Solutions, in East bride. You can check out their trade counter down on Colville's Road as well. So there we go. 12, well, 13 gone in Larnaca. And uh, Scotland leading by that Scott McTominay goal to nil. He cannot be stopped in front of goal. Uh, re- remarkable. I mean, four was impressive. Five to be six goals. And what is, what is it? His last four, last three, what will that be? Uh, qualifying games. It is, oh, i want to tell you what, Cyprus just whistled one past the post again. Uh, maybe just the last few minutes showing that we're certainly not going to get it all of the way tonight. They're
3: they're not there to be making up the numbers. Uh, They do have a bit about them and they've gone close. I'll say that Angus Gunn had that covered.
4: Well that's the second shot for roughly that distance One first one went right down Angus Gunn's throat and this one's just dragged past Mm -hmm. the near post so listen it's a warning it's a warning for Scotland like you say that it's not just going to be a cakewalk and they're just turning up and you're going to go and score two, three, four goals you're going to have to earn it you're going to have to defend at times but uh, there's no doubt like we've said it all through the show there is goals in this team there's no doubt about it
2: If there's one area though Kenny you'd like to think we, we wouldn't be exposed should be that sort of, we've got loads of central midfielders we've, yeah. we've packed loads in because they're all you know they're all in good form so you'd like to think that that gap in between them all wouldn't be there for that's we have but we've only really got two playing in that deeper kind mm-hmm. of position and if you're looking to kind of
4: press high like the way we have uh, at times and, and get kind of pressure on the defensive players yeah it's a lot of distance for Callum McGregor and Billy they want to cover.
2: Um, One of those sort of comedy touches from Shea Adams where you feel like you've got a trampoline in your sock and it just bounces away with no real pressure on you, which is unfortunate for him because Scotland haven't really got into those areas since the goal. Uh, Like we said, maybe just something, some signs of life from Cyprus that Steve Clark will look to try and uh, keep at arm's length, I'm sure.
4: And the way you do it is actually get your foot back on the ball again, make them chase, because there's we've got threats in the team, there's no doubt we've got really good footballers in the team, but what they've actually shown in this last three or four minutes, maybe they do have a couple of good players as well when they're they're capable of trying to play in the right way and they've got opportunities where they can go and open Scotland up, uh, I think you'd be pretty happy as long as the shots are from that type of distance. Uh, you, it's going to take mm. a big, a big opportunity, a big goal that would be Angus Gunn for if, if he yeah. can twenty five yards.
2: Hopefully, our, even their luck is changing, and you make your own. Because I felt like there was a period where Scotland also just like, oh, oh here we oh. are. Scotland have scored again. They want a, they want a decision. Cyprus, they're not getting it at the moment, and it is Ryan Porteous who wheels away. The initial header fell into his path, and he's. Poked the ball beyond the Cypriot goalkeeper to make it Cyprus nil, Scotland two, and this is going very, very well indeed. Of course, these things you never count your chickens. Hugh, I don't know was the Cyprus feel there was a foul on the initial header.
3: Something well, you
2: you can. They might been acting out of desperation, thinking, "Oh no, not another one." Yeah, do you wonder if there was a bit of a climb? I don't think it's going to be offside. Certainly, no. and it's... Oh, no. Well, no, he's not. He's definitely not offside. I just wondered if uh, Jack Henry had paid too much attention when he jumps for the first ball, Kenny. Oh, he was, he was all over the top. Mm. I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, get checked, you know. Oh, oh maybe those. not, maybe not. Oh, I think he's not got any on. hands
4: on. He's just, uh, I think he's just got up early and he's allowed to do that. It just depends on how they view it. But uh, Ryan Porter, it's good to see him get off the mark. Since he's came into the team, I felt he's done very well. He had a really, really good chance... Uh, Game of yep. hand, then was a header, header just over the bar or just off the bar. Uh, so again, listen. What a start! there we are, and, and it
2: stands. Sixteen minutes gone. Cyprus Nell, Scotland two. Game over. Get the flights booked oh, if you've not done it already. I've done a few. Yeah, I've done a few. It's game over. This is on. <laughs> this,
4: this could be. We said. You said two. I said three. Uh-huh. The way this is going, this could be. This could be yeah. really,
2: really convincing. Maybe Spain like Scotland are excited though. Like the space that Cyprus have coming forward is, is strange. But there we go. Can't complain too much when you're two 0 up. Certainly. Post and, this is
3: another one. Uh, taken under the wing of Steve Clark. Uh, you know, he, he had a difficult time occasionally at Tibbs and then he got his move, and all the time Steve Clark rated him. And he, the player, would have been comforted by that. And he is like McTominay,
2: he, he's flying now. And that we, we did say that before, didn't we? You know, so, Scott McKenna like we said, plays in English Premier League, <laughs> kept a clean sheet at Stamford Bridge, but you're not going to grumble that Ryan Porteus is in because, yes, he gave a penalty away against Erling Haaland, but he's barely put a foot wrong playing for Scotland.
4: He has, and this I think this is his sixth cap, and he has. Yeah, it say, five
2: and beat the Pundit, was it? It was,
4: uh, see, yeah, I got that one wrong. <laughs> but he's, uh, he has, he's just stepped in, and I think he's, he stepped in here game against Ukraine was that his first cap he was absolutely outstanding you know I think he's the biggest thing I don't there's not many people who have questioned Ryan Portridge's ability as a footballer or even as a defender as much as he's no massive 6 foot 4 6 foot 5 he's really really aggressive with his defence he can play he can pass it was all the other stuff it was the antics it was his behaviours on field It does look like, whether it's just we're not seeing it as much because he's down at Watford now, Uh, but we're seeing it every week up up at Habs, apparently he's playing for Habs, but now it looks like he's eradicated for his game, particularly with the national team. He's concentrating on the football and he is a very, very good player. That
2: that Ukraine one was massive, wasn't it? Because you remember, we were absolutely decimated at the back. That was the one where Tierney and Robertson both missed it. Yeah. Which is unthinkable. And centre-backs were out. Greg Taylor played. And you remember there was late call-ups and there was a real debate on the show about whether you go for this raw, inexperienced, poorly disciplined Ryan Porteous or Declan Gallagher, remember? Yep. Who had, yes, yep. not enjoying an amazing time but had done well for Scotland in the past. Ryan Porteous because in that night. It was a real backs to the wall at times. We got the clean sheet, allowed us to top the Nations League group and he's He's barely looked back. Yeah, and another
4: thing about him is he's, he's pretty fast as well. You know, for a yeah. centre
2: back, he, he's he's got good legs, good pace for a
4: for a centre back. And I think to bonus that's maybe why he was given an odd that night because his, his pace and his, and his recovery pace. So it's uh, no, it's been it's great to see him do well, but he's playing part of a really
2: strong defensive mm-hmm. unit at this moment. And that's the thing, though. I'm not trying to make them out to be world beaters, but see if you are talking about quick defenders between him and Scott McKenna yep. and Jack Hendry and K- yep. Kieran Tierney plays in there you're going to struggle to, to get much quicker than than them as centre-backs, surely and,
4: and that allows you to go high it allows you to go aggressive because you know you've got good players that can cover with good pace but you've also got that recovery as well when, they, when they're getting back they're getting back pretty quickly so it's uh, again it's just a, it's just another thing that feeds into why Scotland are doing so well and I think you're right as well that over the, over the years there's probably been a bit of bad luck but we've now kind of changed that as well. I think the what what we are making our own breaks. I think of the the, the Lyndon Dykes goal back at Hamden one time where it looked like it could have been done by VAR because he was a high boot. Israel. Israel, that was the one. And it was a big goal, that goal. And I was just thinking, this is going to be off. This is going to be ruled out. And we never really, we got a little a bit of a break, Norway away, 1-0 down, we stay, we're in the game, yeah. we, 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 we were poor that night, let's be honest, mm-hmm. but we stuck at it, we defended, we were dogged and we got the one at the end, uh, I think a lot of things have turned over this last 18 months or if, so.
3: If we get a third before half-time Kenny, that should demoralise Cyprus beyond any hope of a comeback.
4: Oh, no, well, well I, mean, I think at this moment, 2-0 down after 16 minutes, we just 20 minutes gone now, they're going to know it's a long, long way back, you know. So just psychologically, it's going to be long. If the third was to go on before halftime, you know, it, it actually gets to the point where it's no complacency, but you might be starting to think, right, look, can we get guys caps? Can we get these guys off? Can we kind not rest
2: yeah. them, but again, rest but, them for England? For, on absolutely,
4: Tuesday. absolutely. If you can get three in a lot and playing this way, and by the way, I, I can only see it going three 0 You know, the they're, 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 Scotland are going to score again at some point in this game.
2: Yeah, certainly going to plan so far, we've reached pretty much the quarter point of the match and Scotland do lead by those two goals to nil uh, and look, any, any goal is good, it doesn't necessarily matter how they come <clears> about but it's a set piece so again I know Austin McPhee's in there and they work very hard um, on just trying to take advantage of certain situations, You know, I think the one that always springs to mind was that John Souter one against Denmark where they were kind of constantly working on him going around yep. the back and this one probably was about aiming it for Jack Henry to knock it down to someone else
4: well listen I think firstly you've got to get a delivery in the right area and then you need to get the timing of the runs right and it's something that again Scotland obviously do work hard on as, as they play. it's a massive part of football you know it's a free chance a free hit to put a ball into the box and you've got the all the big lads, you've got probably more numbers in the box at that moment than you're ever going to have in the game, so it's going to give you a good chance if you get the delivery right, the timing of the run's right and uh, fortunate enough for Scotland it fell perfectly for Portis who who slammed it into the net.
2: Yeah, so there we are, it is going to plan so far, these are supposed to be tense evenings, but there we go, the the Scotland team is different, I think Kenny and Hugh have alluded to that in the build up to the show, maybe you're just getting in the car or something and you think, what are you you guys doing on? You're not usually on at this time. It's well, actually a really good tackle from Cyprus on the recovery. It's a corner to Scotland. Um, yeah, we're on till 10 tonight to try and mark the big occasion, which means we want your calls, especially after the game and at half time. I'll, I'll forgive some of you for not calling during the match, right? But after the game, this is it. We're ne- really, really, really nearly there to Germany next year. So surely we can have a bit of a night of celebration um, when you pick up the phone after the game. But it depends what scoreline Scotland can run in before then it's actually the first corner of the match for either side which is maybe a bit surprising having reached this stage Billy Gilmore appears to be on that duty what a joy to watch he is Hugh at the yeah. moment that, that performance for Brighton against Newcastle was just it was incredible and he might be in here for his first Scotland goal but he's just trying to wriggle away he goes down in the box nothing doing there uh, and Scotland have got some defending to do but it's another indication of just how dominant Scotland
3: have been uh, you know they they are going for this third goal. It almost sounds
2: remarkable to see it yep. going for your third goal. We're not half an hour in yet. Kenny, high standards. You can still point out the things that have gone wrong. That was a really you could see exactly what that plan was. It was meant to come from Gilmore into McGinn, and it was going to get reversed back to Gilmore in the box. But it just it it's, it broke down slightly, and then by the time he got it, he couldn't quite get get out of his feet. It did. It was good. It's to go to John McGinnon to be passed. In behind for the run of
4: Gilmore. Again, the pass was behind McGinn. He done great to actually get it out of his feet and, and actually turn back around and reverse it into Gilmore. And he's just tried to size him. I would love to see Wee Billy get his first goal. Oh. Absolutely love to see it. he has had opportunities, but it's just no, it's just no fail for him as yet. But listen, it's not really his job in this team. He's a controller, he keeps things ticking over, he's a provider. Uh, I'd, I'd go, and he does I, it very well I'd
2: agree with you if we were to make up some scenario where we get to pick the next goal scorer yep. that's who I'd pick I'm with yeah. that he absolutely that, that, would, uh, that would be a good one because the rest have probably mostly done it not them all but most yeah. of them will have at some stage um, and it's funny
4: actually one of the first times I ever met he was uh, where he was playing for the under 16s or whatever it was at, at Murray Park and I had never spoke to him before ever I was walking out we were going to a game with the other pre-match and all the, the other lads were sitting in the in the, in the AstroTurf indoor in so I went and I put my head in just before I was leaving so oh, what was the score guys and they went it was me Billy N- nobody else was speaking 7-0 I went alright who scored he went I scored I went you couldn't have scored you didn't even get in the box he went I did it was a penalty ah. <laughs> so he was obviously taking the, he, was, he was
2: pulling rank and taking penalties when did the hype reach your attention?
4: Uh, I think everybody kind of knew there was this kid in the, in the academy, but that was that day was the first time I'd seen him play on. that I think he was fifteen at the time, and you know I'd never set eyes on so I didn't know what he looked like. But see watching the game, I could tell exactly Which who Malcolm was. Yeah, was. Yeah. But the way he moved, the way he took the ball, uh, again his, his on pitch behaviours were just—he was, was a standout, an absolute standout, and he had a character about him as well. Uh, Again and then when I was working with the under-20s as well for a, for a couple of years he was playing at 15 when the under-20s uh, and by the way he was a standout at that level as well even as that young player training with the first team honestly he
2: was a standout when he came and trained with the Rangers first team as well And how good must he have been then to do that because obviously he's he's not got many physical attributes now never mind at 15 that's because like his
4: decision making his movement to kind of identify where to move to get on the ball and like all good players they look like they've got more time on the mm-hmm. ball than they probably actually do but his uh, weighty to pass, the decision making he's got by his work ethic as well I mean that's one of oh, the he things does I heard about, yeah. it's one of the things I heard when he went to Chelsea he was one of the first guys that was always in the ball and working on whatever it was he was within his individual programmes he was working on a way every single day on what he needed to get better at I, I don't,
3: know how the game has changed though you know Ben Doak Billy Gilmore uh, early on it doesn't matter if it's Celtic and Rangers uh, they see a bigger picture and if the chance comes along they take it and that Liverpool and
2: Brighton have benefited from that It's a really nice build up this from Scotland just kind of patient and stringing it across but going forward at the same time coming back to Callum McGregor and that man Billy Gilmore and just trying to Uh, wait for an opening it's a good controlled period of possession Kenny's told you what it's like to play in these types of of temperatures on these away international games it's a brilliant little pass from Aaron Hickey to Scott McTominay as well and uh, Hickey's going to get it back maybe an opening for Callum McGregor an uncharacteristically poor touch from him at the edge of the box otherwise Kenny that was a huge chance
4: yeah, it would have been. I think you've seen him do that so many times. I think he scored a goal for Celtic recently, where he just let it run across him and he got out of his feet and passed into the corner. That was a similar situation there, but he just couldn't sort his feet quick enough and, and the ball just got away from him. But it would have led to a good opportunity for him.
2: A bit of change, obviously, in scheduling tonight. We are here until 10. I'm sure you're all delighted to have us. But for any GBX fans out there, we are sorry. You're stuck with the the Hugh Evans experience instead. <laughs> uh, that doesn't mean you can't phone us it's like I say why not phone. Well, here's one for you right phone 0141 951 1025 Hugh Evans will give you a shout out and you can ask him if he's ever heard of your favorite dance track, right? That that <laughs> can that can be our way of sort of merging the two things. So take it away Hugh Evans. Give us a shout out to Tyler and Jackson in the Nethercraig skate park.
3: Hey, Tyler and Jackson, have a great night in the Nethergate skate park. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Kiva, Aaron, Julie, Jamie, Myla, and Lyle. Oh, have a great night, all of you, in Greenock. Isn't the... it? Greenock. Callum, Lacey, Isla, and Owen, in Chapel Hall. There we go. <laughs> uh, don't get. Don't give up the evening job. No, as the phrase would go. And uh, he'll be he'll be playing Tony Bennett before the night's <laughs> uh, out. You can rest assured at that. So, uh, but so far so good in Larnaca. No complaints, you? No, no, none whatsoever. Uh, you know. The, uh,
3: the Cypriots had uh, a couple of close things they did hit the crossbar uh, there was one that whistled past Gunn's left hand post but for the most part this has been a thoroughly convincing professional performance from a team who simply respond to the manager's promptings and that uh, they're very comfortable on their 2 nothing lead
2: that the importance of goals Kenny? Which just seems very obvious but we said there Scotland's first goal actually woke Cyprus up a bit and looked like they had a bit about them and now it kind of feels like the second has put them back to bed again
4: yeah it's not the stuffing out I mean this is the thing about football it's the big moments and, and goals change games they can change the momentum had one of those shots for the edge of the box nestled in the bottom corner it would have been a bit of, uh, put Scotland on the back foot but as it stands now
2: John McGinn, edge of the box, goal! (laughs) Cyprus, (laughs) that was offside, was it not? Scotland (laughs) 3, he's 1 behind, Kenny Miller, he's coming for you, Kenny It is a 17th goal for Scotland for the talismanic John McGinn And it is a very good one as well, brilliant play down the right hand side Scott McTominay, he didn't give it to Shea Adams, I think Shea Adams was a bit annoyed But McTominay held on, held on, fired the pass uh, he's not only happy scoring goals now Scott McTominay he's setting up other people as well and McGinn just opened up that left foot curled it into the back of the net and Scotland are on easy street all the way to Germany
4: It's a brilliant goal as well look at the play it's got in for Hickey it's into Billy Gilmore who goes round the corner to Shea Adams who lays it off to McTominay and it's all too easy to be honest with you, for Scotland Nobody lays a glove on them But the touch Probably what McGregor Was trying to do uh, exactly Just minutes same, previous yep. Open up And just slot it And use the players To unsight the goalkeeper And get it To be honest It's not even in the corner I'm sure the goalkeeper Will be a little bit disappointed But as a Scotland fan Who cares 3-0 And I'll say it again you it's
3: game over It could be any sport Well it certainly is now I'm just interested In body language now I'm sitting with a man To my left hand side Who might watch Himself being leapfrogged <laughs> by uh, John McGinn, a wee guy from Clybank. Uh, oh, it, listen,
2: it's a third goal and it's going to be a third goal and a five no one here. They don't count. <laughs> we've had <laughs> oh, Hugh, we've had a request in for a shout out. Matthew says, Can I get a shout out for Craig Levine's niece Avril?
8: Oh yeah. <laughs> from
2: Very King.
3: average singer, I have to say, but her our,
2: our, our uncle was a good player. Uh so Avril. Have a great night, Hugh Kevin's the skater boy. Things you never thought you would think about on a Friday night. Eh? There we go. But Scotland are cruising in Larnaca. I feel like getting some GBX music on in here. I think we should remember, do actually just to a, celebrate. it The Bit of bits and pieces on there. <laughs> this is um this is in stark contrast. Like the first time sort of of recent years that we decided to stay on late for a Scotland game was that night in Serbia. And don't get me wrong, I, I get the obvious difference. Serbia are much better than. Yep. Um, than, uh, than Cyprus um, but obviously it was so tense it was so fraught and th- this just feels completely different
4: well you were in here on that night I was in the morning in Australia getting ready well, to go in the training to in field Australia. and they had just scored to the right at the end to take it to extra time oh, no. and this was at the moment where you were thinking Oh my God, this is so Scotland, you, this is what we're doing You left again. it at that point? No, 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 we stayed in right, We were just okay. getting ready for training and things And we stayed <sighs> in and watched obviously the extra time Which by the way, we really took control of the extra time in that game And got our kind of control back Obviously it went all the way to penalties But w- what a moment
2: This is the power of this show Andrew has given us a call during the game Where, where are you, Andrew?
10: I'm in Chippo Airport in Amsterdam and watching the game
2: Why wouldn't my you bad. be? What, what, what have you been doing? <laughs> Business, pleasure?
10: Yeah, a bit of business, working, uh, just having um, to, the, the flight could book. Um, yeah, so out for business, but I'm managing to watch the first half. I don't know if I'll
2: catch the second. I can't believe I just asked uh, a man in Amsterdam if he's there for business or pleasure. Yeah, exactly. As soon as I asked that, I just regretted it completely. <laughs> but, like, um, obviously, it was going to be business.
10: Of course it's business.
2: <laughs> oh, no, it's his story, and he is sticking to it. Um, okay. Andrew, so you're managing to see bits and pieces of the game. How good is yeah. this To have it this comfortable
10: Oh fantastic Yeah absolutely I mean I thought we would win tonight But this is just so comfortable It's great It just shows you what a team they have put together It's absolutely fantastic Testament I'd never, be, never thought I'd be sitting here On 15 points I know It's unbelievable uh, it's, it's, it's fantastic And then Not fearing really anybody Like bring on the Euros
2: well, that's it. You're obviously a well—you're a well-travelled man. Will you be trying to get over to Germany on this business that you go on?
10: I will absolutely be trying to get there. Yes, <laughs> if I've got two weeks, I do two and two. So if I get two weeks off, I will be heading to anywhere.
2: I mean, I'm not saying—I'm not saying that Scotland are. Um or confident, but John McGinn's just had a shot from 60 yards yeah. Yeah. By the way And he's
4: absolutely <laughs> drilled it over the bar as well He's seen the keeper off his line But he's got, he's got too, way too mm. much on it I think, yeah. the,
3: I think the goalkeeper is a real liability Their goalkeeper is hopeless I think you're, I think you're right <laughs> uh, And you McTominay, yeah. McTominay almost got a second goal And Scotland's fourth Shot past the goalkeeper's right hand post And again the goalkeeper static He just yeah. seems to Look uh, Look at things without saying easy tell is allowed to stop to
4: dive. It.
2: Yeah, you need to tell him he's allowed to dive. You're the one that's allowed to use yeah. your hands, Andrew. I mean, are you the only Scotland fan within?
10: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm wearing my Scotland shirt as well. <laughs> good, absolutely. I like that. Um, I've got, um, I mean, historically we would struggle with games like this, but we just seem to be brushing these games off dead easy. Like, yep, yeah, that's that. That's another one. So true. It's, it's, it's good to see.
2: That is it, isn't it's it?
10: absolutely fantastic save. It's, you can tell, uh, I like think you mentioned it earlier on, because I was listening before the game, that there's just a like queezing against the team. There's just... Everybody seems to get... There's no rumbles of upsets. Or everybody turns up. It's just... It's, it's, it's a great thing to be a Scotland fan. And
2: the thing is, Andrew, that, oh, kind, yeah, of, yeah. Um, that kind of strikes you... As, kind of hard to even pick a favourite player in this team, isn't it? Like, we no, have to narrow sense. it down to six.
10: Oh. <laughs> McTominay's been sensational this campaign. John McGinn is just John McGinn. I'm a Celtic fan. Carl McGregor always holds a special place in my heart for what he does. But like, when Jack needs to come on, he's phenomenal. Uh, you've got Jack, uh, players like Jack Hendry never got looked at Celtic. He went abroad. I mean, he looks as if you could drop him. It's just it's uh, it's just amazing what. But like Steve Platt does as a, a, a football manager. What do you do now?
3: What do you doing do now, Andrew? I mean, do you, do you change your team second half because we're playing England, albeit a friendly on Tuesday night, or do you no. resist tinkering no, with them No, you
10: resist. No, you resist it. You go full gun ho. You take as much <laughs> as you can off them, and then you go to England, and that's not a friendly. That's just a put a marker on England as well. Why it's not? Early in the season, it's early on in the season. These players need games in their legs as well for their clubs. Why like, not? They'll be wanting to play, they'll be wanting to play. Yeah, I
2: mean their club managers might not agree, but listen, let's, no. let's not worry about that. Andrew, yeah, so what's care. the plan? No. When when's the flight? Where are you flying back to?
10: I'm flying back to Glasgow. I should get in about eleven o'clockish. So my wife, I who's listening to Shona, that's why I phone Shona, love you a bit can't wait to see you.
2: Shona, uh, he was there on business, Shona. He was there on business. <laughs>
10: <laughs> 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 <What was laughs> Do you know what? Before Gordon Dale says it, red light business. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, luckily he's not here. I won't get you in that trouble. No, oh, no, sorry. Have you got? Uh, Hugh Evans wants to know if you've got on-board Wi-Fi to watch the rest of this game.
10: I don't, sadly, no. It's just uh, <laughs> uh, but. I hopefully should catch most of it. Hopefully, it's a wee bit late. taxiing out, and I'll be able to watch it in the plane before they take off. By the way, if you
2: ever, if you ever needed proof of how good a place Scotland are in, somebody wants a delayed flight so that they can watch oh, yeah. the game no one's ever wanted a flight being delayed before <laughs> yeah. uh, do you know what Andrew I appreciate you getting thank in touch, touch from Skipall no Airport worries. have a good night safe flight
10: you do. thank you very much Cheers. all the best Bye-bye. Bro, Bye-bye.
2: look at that you two are worldwide superstars yeah. uh, listen I I
3: cannot believe just how simple Scotland are making this they are all of them Cyprus are already a spent force Still get ten minutes at least of the first half to go. Three goals in front, and once again another tribute paid to Stevie Clark.
2: I mean, Eric Ten Hag or anyone else who was thinking about freeing Scott McTominay from that situation. Are they watching Kenny Miller? Yeah, I know it's Cyprus and whatever, right? But he's playing like it looks like there's two Scott McTominays in that pitch every time I look up. You know, again and. Like-
4: Club form, whatever's going on in his club career. I mean, I know he, he was linked with a few moves and things as well, like big money moves, and and, and rightfully so. But anytime these players, Scott McTominay, turns up for Scotland, the performances over are a really, really high level. He's one of He's one of a number of players who are uh, who are performing right at the peak of their powers at this moment.
2: Yeah. Uh, now, Gabriel, Jack, and Liam at Tinkers Park want a shout out. Hugh, we we have become the GBX on Friday. Tinkers Park. Well done to everyone. At Tinkers, would, Park. Tinkers Park. Where would Tinkers Park be? I have no exactly. idea. Exactly. There we go. Things you never thought you needed to know on a Friday night. Tinkers Park. Who knows? I'll tell you what though. See with, with the camera pans into every one of the players. They
4: look absolutely roasting. Oh yeah. Red faces, sweat pouring I, off them. McGregor, I, Billy I w- Gilmore. I was
3: just thinking that, Kenny, that when you have the Peely Wally Scots who go abroad, and that's how you look after two or three days yeah. in the sun. Oh, I absolutely. told you. I should
2: have seen this guy at the golf earlier. He was. I was. He was sunburnt. Yeah. And he's by no means the worst off. Oh, there was a few there eh, That I was worried about It was a, it was a Motherwell golf day So there were some Pasty ex-Motherwell yeah, players oh, there oh, right. The McFadden He was sweating buckets I was worried about him
4: yeah. And he never enjoyed it either did Nah, it? nah He just <laughs> enjoyed not. it he just,
2: he just goes for the social experience I think I don't think the golf really Interested him too much So uh, Yep, there we go It's been a nice warm day here Roasting in Larnaca What is it? Half ten at night over there now it's a late one at the AEK Arena and it is going Scotland's way very much so 3-0 to the good absolutely cruising really really comfortable getting to training game sort of feelings now Hugh
3: well you know I applaud Scotland because of the professionalism that they are showing here Uh, they're three up they're still working very very hard Uh, and the uh, Cyprus side Just look beaten men. They have been blown away. They know it. We know it.
2: And that there's nothing they can do about it. No, they can't. And even that misplaced pass from Callum McGregor intended for Aaron Hickey is not enough to ruin the mood too much. Although, as Kenny says, they do look absolutely roasting out there. There's no doubt about that. Maybe we will see those changes. I take the caller Andrew's point, but ultimately there's nothing to be gained from Running people into the ground In this heat I suppose
4: And the thing is as well that like, what it'll do is Like Know that these players Are not being hungry But the guys who have Maybe sure. no got I, th- I just think It l- lends Steve Steve Clark the opportunity That maybe he Can get guys some minutes or, or caps by the way Guys that have maybe No got any caps if, if there is any in the squad Out with the goalkeepers As yeah, you, you say know,
2: get, I mean take Like Lewis Ferguson As an example Absolutely Lewis Ferguson Prime example and, and Through no fault of his own Can't Let's be honest. Can't really get near this midfield to start a, a, a big game. But he just scored against Uv last week. Yeah. You know, are these the games that rather than, than the, getting ten minutes here and there, he gets he gets forty?
4: Yeah, and the thing is as well. And when Steve's been making subs again, and this is and rightfully so, he's he's a boss, and like I say nobody can question him it's normally like Kenny McLean that might come on you know who's sitting with 30 odd caps and by the way does a brilliant job as well and it's not to say Kenny doesn't deserve to go on but they us say Lewis Ferguson if you're ever going to get bled into being a Scotland player these are the types of games that you could by the way there's no many opportunities like this that you've had over the years as a Scotland player or a manager to maybe get someone in the team and get them a feel for it particularly someone who's playing at that, that type of level
3: Yeah if, if I were Lewis Ferguson I'd be thinking to myself look uh, there is an opportunity here for the manager to bring me on. I am a Serie A player. I am a good Serie A player. I have got great recognition for what I have done uh, since going to Italy. And, you know, as Kenny says, he's the prime example. But but there are other, others there who are entitled to think, well, surely but bit of game time wouldn't go amiss. Did you see
2: uh, Micah Richard's story about going over to play in Serie A? Did you no. see this? And he had stupidly asked... Uh, Mario Balotelli I'm going over I'm signing for Fiorentina I'm going to meet the manager What should I say to him? And Mario Balotelli Gave him a phrase In Italian That did not mean What he said it meant So he's gone straight up To the manager Shakes his hand Says And it meant something Really not nice Shall Uh we say So never Never a Never trust your teammates, Kenny. Is that the type of thing that would regularly happen at the moment Yeah,
4: there might have been a few guys that I wouldn't have asked. Uh, <laughs> what, and maybe Balotelli, for Mika it Should sure you know like, know him better than to ask him. But
2: uh, that absolutely would have went on. I can just imagine. 42 gone. Scotland, I, I, I can't they add much more. The pressure's on them to score again. It's just as comfortable as it was. Be greedy and say we've not had a chance since the third goal. Yeah, we want more. We want 10.
4: Listen, McTominay actually had a decent chance just at the edge of the box. Oh, so he did, actually. Yeah, Uh, It's probably the first time he's actually not hit the target with a shot over the last five games.
2: Yeah, Cyprus coming forward, a rare attack. Hopefully, Scotland don't switch off at the back and take things for granted. It's actually some neat play on the edge of the box by Cyprus. We've not seen much of them. Uh, as an attacking force, uh, and I'll tell you what, it's good discipline, Kenny, from Scotland, because that was what, <laughs> exactly that's what nine, I was thinking. Nine, that's about 9, 10 bodies got ten, back behind the ball. And even look where Sherrans
4: was, he's, he's back and he's connected. He's not back all the way goal side, but he's back and connected to his team. So again, their work ethic, their organisation, their discipline, even at 3 0 up, it's, it's, this team's just right at the top of their game at the moment.
3: On next game, Spain. And they scored seven tonight, so mm-hmm. that'll be a, a, a truer indication of where we are but you can only beat what's in front of you as they say in and football they
2: might just be out for revenge as well yeah unless just, a, just not, a touch
4: I think they will be out for revenge after the yeah. Comets after the after the loss to Scotland uh, a few months back
2: yeah it might be it's nice to not necessarily have to rely on that fixture though. that's yep. a good Scotland they've been in the remainder of the games because remember we're staring at 15 points out of 15 points unless something unthinkable happens In the next 47 minutes or so It really has been remarkable We are here until 10 o'clock If you want to call us right now during the game you can Half time seems like a perfect time to get in touch as well So maybe get your calls in just now We're a couple of minutes away uh, And we can chat through the first half together Which seems like a nice idea So 43 and a half gone on on the clock Get your calls in please uh, And we will look back on that opening 45 together
3: We are in danger of being called reliable uh, because there's absolutely nothing stuffy about this there there's nothing to worry about uh, we have gone there and in short order we have established a three goal lead and
2: it is a foregone conclusion great tweet here from a uh, comedian Ray Bradshaw if you're familiar with his work he says Scotland qualifying easily for a major tournament whilst it's 26 degrees in September is a sign of the apocalypse <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of the way it feels I must admit, why is it so warm? I um, think it's uh, taken
4: a few degrees off that as well, by uh, the way.
3: Yeah. And a lady asking me for ID to prove that I was an old codger.
2: So, what, what was the, the aim of that? Run that past me again? Well,
3: if you have a uh, pass, it means that you are over 60. And uh, therefore you Right, okay, yeah I forgot where you were price. So I'm at Partick Railway Station mm-hmm. I was taking my granddaughter to her new job Day one, showing her where to go
2: Right, now listen, I love you Hugh So take this in the right spirit There's a woman out there that thinks you look under 60 Yes Can we get her on the phone? <laughs> we need to hear she from sim- you well, She simply wanted
3: verification and maybe she's maybe she just unsure But she wanted
2: to ID me <laughs> Get in touch, let us know your thought process there And we'll critique you um, in front of everyone Cyprus again getting in a bit of an area um, it's about all we can really say so far Scotland have got so many bodies back and Angus Gunn called into action a routine save in the end
4: there's so many bodies back in the middle of that pitch there right? you said you were alluding to earlier Gordon that too many they shouldn't really get through there but again it's another shot for 28 yards ish uh, it's going to take something special to be Angus gone for there. But again, good signs that he's he's, he's
2: doing his job. He's staying oh concentrated. my word! Right, I'm going to caveat this like I always have to do. I'm resp- I'm a responsible broadcaster by saying please gamble responsibly. Right, that that's the important thing here. But I can't I can't not read this out. Remember the crazy pony that sends the full time yep. teaser questions in. He's done one of these kind of bet builder things, and he's got Anderson Correa to be booked. That was the one that pulled McTominay back. Paul, Mag- uh, John McGinn Because we saw Paul earlier uh, John McGinn to score From outside the box And over two and a half goals Stunning But He's waiting on one more thing Aaron An Aaron Hickey assist Oh my goodness He's dug that out From nowhere as well get, Please gamble responsibly Okay Don't get me Go into trouble For reading this out He's waiting on Three and a half thousand pounds. Oh my goodness. If Aaron Hickey just sets up a goal between now Let's and Let's just the hope end he doesn't
4: take Aaron Hickey off a half and <laughs> get Nathan <laughs> Patterson that, back in the fold was,
2: That was the tweet. He said, please don't sub, sub Hickey for Patterson. Then he sent me the screenshot. So yep. please gamble responsibly. I'm sorry. Uh, Billy Gilmore is going to whip this corner kick in. Uh, and Scotland have already scored from a set piece. So maybe. Another one on the horizon The left hand goes up To signal some sort of move From the training ground I hope There's hustle and bustle in there And it does Whoa. come all the way across But it's a cypress head um, In the end uh, One minute added on We surely will have played we we'll have played two So I can't imagine this Is going to go on much longer I know it's a minimum of But they don't usually Don't usually stretch it like this At the end of the first half Yeah I think the ref <laughs> lost his watch <laughs> This is bizarre It's very bizarre He's just letting this go Just yeah, completely There we go Waited till Scotland were attacking Down the right hand side Anyway I think we can go live to Larnaca And get the eyewitness account From Andrew McLean
5: Cyprus nil, Scotland 3, the half time score here and what has been a great display from Steve Clark's men, it was the perfect start as well, Andy Robertson played down the left, he clipped in a cross, that was flicked on by John McGinn and there was that man again Scott McTominay to head in at the back post for 1-0, Cyprus did try and respond quickly, they hit the bar although the flag went up after that one there was also a shot fired wide by Castanos as well, but one way to help settle things for Scotland is to score a second and they did that 16 minutes in, the ball was floated in, headed down by Jack Hendry and this time it was Ryan Porteous on hand to strike it on the bounce to double Scotland's lead the third came half an hour in Shea Adams with a flick round the corner to Scott McTominay good work from him carrying it down the right he picked out John McGinn at the edge of the box and he fired Mall for his 17th goal for his country just one behind Kerry Miller now and there could have been more as well Scott McTominay firing just wide uh, but that midfield quartet Are working brilliantly together Rotating well So much quality on the ball The finishes to match as well Germany is edging closer The half-time score here in Larnaca Is Cyprus nil, Scotland
2: 3 01419511025 We're here until 10 o'clock The lines are open till 10 o'clock So let's hear from you What did you make of that first half? What stood out for you? And what do you want to see after the break? Call us right now please And we'll try and get you on next
0: Scotland at Cyprus 0141-951-1025.
8: Clyde One Super Scoreboard.